I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Language. Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Into the Pop Castle! Here's what you missed last week, nerd. Lee Fierro, who plays the bereaved Mrs. Kittner. Remember the remember the kid's mom? Well, Alex? I thought it like his grandma. Alex? I thought she was like too old to be a mom. Alex? Alex? She, she couldn't fake the scene where she slaps Brody, Alex? so Roy Scheider was socked across the face repeatedly during that scene. Oh. Yeah. Alex? Really hit him. Playoffs? Correct. Alex? Playoffs? Kidding me? Playoffs. The uh, Alex? Open... Alex? Alex? Kidney? Kittner? Kittner? In the playoffs? Alex? Playoffs? Alex? Playoffs? Alex? Playoffs? Alex? Playoffs? And we're live. Everything. Everything John is doing. A little close. It's really, really fantastic. Okay. He's really tremendous. All right. Nobody knows exactly the ingredients of life except for John. Everybody he thought does. it couldn't be done. Everybody Bob, said it wasn't going to happen. What we like to do here... At the White House. Oh, Bob, like another on, awesome hat. We like to put on a little bit of batter. Pancake batter. Oh. Baby batter. And we cook it. And it's really fantastic. And everything we're doing is great. You're listening to the podcasts. Nerd 35. Nobody does shows like these guys. History Hour. Really, really smart cookies. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Really smart. Really fantastic. They Smart. are something that is number one. The other podcasts out there, Macaulay Culkin's pod, sad losers, fake news. Hashtag MAGA. How about hey, Trump Bob? getting getting stuck with the teleprompter dying and had to ad lib, and he talked about how we attacked the airport in World War One or what? Or, no, the Revolutionary Maga. War. Revolutionary War. Hashtag MAGA. Attack World War. Uh, attack the uh, airports. Um, I think he meant to say ramparts, but he saw he said airports instead. And yeah, so rams the ramparts. The too. We we had to take down the Confederate Air Force. They weren't strafing Union lines at Gettysburg. Right. Those F F sixteens flying over uh, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, had uh, screaming towards Gettysburg. By the way, Bob, I love your hat. It's, it's I know. Beautiful. Oh, it's so cool. You. I've never God. even seen that kind of. It's Jersey awesome. Shore, Bob. I'm headed there tomorrow. Yeah, Ocean City on the boardwalk. I forget what street it was on, but there's a whole hat store, and I went in thinking everything's going to be stupid, overpriced. It's going to be awful. No, it was awesome. Wh- what's the back look like? This is Phillies on the back. Perfect. Oh, perfect. Like Dalton yeah. jersey. Is that an official <clears throat> official cap? No, what? I don't think they wear this one. It's a good beach cap, though. But, but I mean, yeah. like, did, did the MLB license it, or is it like? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. got the logo on the side it's there. It's official the, MLB license cap. Nifty oh, nice. fifty. Um, you mentioned the fifty-nine fifty. Uh, my buddy Jacare. I don't. You got John knows him. I don't know if Bob knows him. 
But he, he's a he's a big Trumper. And New era. He, he'll he'll defend Trump no matter what. So I, I yeah, just black guy. Like, yeah, he's a black dude that loves Trump. So I don't really get into it with him. I don't let I don't really like to get involved in politics with friends, especially just if let him ramble great, on, especially if they're wrong. Spout his his yeah. uh, propaganda. So he 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 posted about the July Fourth speech. And he's like, oh, it was a great speech. It really ramped us up. And I was like, yeah, it was really good, except for that airport part. And he's like, oh, I don't remember that. And I said, oh, I thought wow. you watched it. And he goes, no, I, uh, I don't remember that. I said, okay, well, uh, here's a clip. It was said. And he goes, well, I, I have to see it in context. Oh. I, said, I said, here's the whole okay. speech. He the goes, current well, timeline. No, no, this is real. I'm not making this up. He goes, well, uh, it could be edited. Oh, my gosh. I said, okay, here's the Fox News entire speech from your your state TV. Here's Fox News from your the website. TV. And he Filled was going country, back for like two hours. And, and I was like, dude, you are so far up Trump's ass. Like, I'm not even trying to, like, oh. make fun of the president. I'm just saying Flash maybe it was like a Maga. teleprompter mistake. Maybe a speechwriter fucked up. But, like, tell Maga. me that you're seeing what I'm saying, that he said that. The president said... We have defended, you know, attacked the airports in the 1700s. Tell me, like, you're seeing this, because now I just want to make sure you're, like, sane. And after, like, two days, I, I let it go. Finally, <laughs> two later, it's like, you know what? I'm just saying a lot of people say stuff, but you're right. He did say that. I did watch it. I'm like, that's all yeah. I wanted to know, dude. I'm not even trying to say you're wrong. I just, like, I'm just <clears throat> making fun of the president. If my dad said that, I would make fun of him. If I said it, I'd be like, ha, I fucked up. It's, the problem is my whole thing is like these people that defend Trump no matter what like if you like Trump fine but like if he's clearly saying something that was said and you're denying it that's where I have a problem because that's where we get into like 1984 territory where it's like right. speak and that or, never happened that Orwellian yeah so it's just weird but yeah that, that airport thing was hilarious and he, he actually distorted a lot of facts but some were minor yeah. like he was talking about World War II and the flags and the when they put the flag on the beach in Iwo Jima and you know I'm pretty sure it was a mountain. It was Mount Scarpaccio. Uh, it wasn't the beach. Right, and the War of 1812 was was mixed a lot with the Revolutionary War. So yeah. those are like smaller things that only like history people would kind of know. But there were still a lot of like facts being made up. That's what he does the whole time. That's all. That's all he knows how to do. He he has no concept of facts. No concept. You know, my biggest, and I'm not trying to make this whole political thing, my biggest problem with that is people believe it. Like, if you're a liar, fine. But if you're the president of the United States and you're making up stuff, you have people that believe no matter what Let's you say. say China. True. So you're China, like China. distorting people's idea of history. And it's like dangerous. Yeah, right, I know. That. Yeah, and, it, and nobody knows the truth. Like, you should respect the office of the presidency. Yeah, and so should he. Right, he yo. As well, and if Obama was pulling this kind That's of crap, would be all over him, and they would be all over him. So it's a double-edged sword. And when you try to criticize Trump, yeah. Trump supporter always goes back to, "What about Hillary's emails? What about Obama?" Well, <laughs> well that's what no, that's what my buddy said. Trump on his merits, defend that's, Trump on his merits. He only right. points back to his old enemies because uh, he just can't name everyone In now. June. Yeah, he's uh, and, The uh, Continental and... Congress created a unified army out of the revolutionary forces encamped around Boston and New York and named after the great George Washington Commander-in-Chief. The Continental Army suffered a bitter winter of Valley Forge, found glory across the waters of the Delaware, and seized victory from Cornwallis of Yorktown. Our army manned the airport 
It ran the ramparts. It took over. And by the way, I, my, my buddy Jacare, who I love, <laughs> good dude, we just don't see eye to eye politically. He said, uh, he goes, yeah, no, he said it. But remember, Obama got the number of the states wrong. I said, okay, he Hashtag did, but I'm not. Uh, Obama made mistakes, but I'm not defending mistakes with, like, non-truths to get you to change your mind. Like, you're so far up his ass. And it's like. like let it go. And Jacare's no, like a wrestling fan, so I would think he'd be able to see through Trump's, like, you know, cheap pops that he rolls through in every well, single time he talks. You know, he just that. plays to whatever audience is in front of him, China, and he knows China, what China. to say. There's a quote from Trump back in, like, the 90s saying, if I ran for president, I'd rub Republican because they're the stupidest people, and they'll listen to whatever That's, I say. Oh, Literally, yeah, like, true. on video. He's not stupid. Not deep faked. I don't think he's very I don't think he's very particularly smart in terms of navigating the government and you know, I don't think he's a very good businessman either. He knows buzzwords think, and catchphrases. I think, I think he's a he's a carnival barker. That's all he yeah. is. He's a showman. He's a smart <laughs> con man. Bob, yeah. you said that the other day. He is a carnival barker. It's like he will no matter what he's saying, you're gonna listen and he's saying mostly bullshit. Yeah, Wait you just minute. listen to him for some reason. Come Bob. see the bearded lady, the only one in the world. <laughs> one-eyed monster. Step right up Come and see the one-eyed monster. orange president. When Bob said that, yeah, you should respect the presidency. Yeah, so should he. That quote is the best thing I've heard all week. I'm going to need a pen and a piece of paper to put my name down and submit it for a brain transplant because I have brains spatted all over my wall. In that fucking quote. Oh my uh, Bob, you were in the Jersey Shore Neurosurgeon. You were in uh, you were in Ocean City. Yes, that's a great place, man. John and I grabbed a lot of butts there back in the nineties. Did you go to oh, Surf yeah. Mall? Oh my yeah, gosh. we. Uh, I used to go there, Stone Harbor, Avalon, with my buddies uh, back when I was in middle school and high school. And uh, my buddy had his wedding in Stone Harbor, I think, or was in Avalon. I forget. One of those. Oh. Oh, about the same. But yeah, it was, it was a good time. Had the kids there. Flew up with them by myself. And uh, nice. Everybody, I think, when when you're a, a single dad walking through the airport with a double stroller with two kids under five years old in it, everyone just takes pity on you and helps you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they look at you like, oh, look at you, Dad. You've got a, you're like a real dad over there. Wow. You can take care of kids without the mom. Oh, my God. People, people stop like they get in the car because they're like turning their heads in traffic and like hitting the car in front of them. And then their kids get hit in the head and they're like, oh, I guess – I guess my mom should be here. You try to pay for things and like, you know, your hands are already so full. They're like, just go. It's fine. You're just really go. being the hero today. It was, it was a really hot flight attendant too. And, you know, she was like doting on the kids. And I said, oh, my kids really, you know, I want to be like, oh, my kids really like you. You look exactly like their mother before she got sick. Spellbinding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, yeah, like, oh, your kids are very cute. <laughs> Thank you. They, they take after the mother. Well, I mean, they did. Yeah, but, she's yeah. no longer with us. She's no. Can you write your phone number down on a napkin? I used to say that in, in high school. If somebody was oh, like, "Yeah, well, your mom, Clark," like somebody I didn't know, I go, oh, "My mom, my mom's dead," and I'd let that sink in. So like, yeah, oh, just, dude, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let that, like, let that lay there for a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude, like it was cancer. Like it's that's not cool. But like, I know you're kidding, but not like. And I would act <laughs> upset and I'd be like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, I'm just fucking with you. But um. But yeah, it's really interesting though that you went to Ocean City because John is traveling to uh, Uncle Bill's Pancake House in Sea Isle this week, tomorrow. 
I believe. And then they're not going to the beach. They're just staying at the pancake house. It's this weird thing. That's incredible. But um, Jeff posted a picture today of the kids. And I said, oh, get ready for Uncle Bill's. And he liked the comment. But I, I thought it was going to be like a reply. Like, we're amped up. I'm getting the chocolate chip. Betty's getting the blueberry. Like, I can almost taste the, the maple syrup and the apricot. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to make Uncle Bill's, sadly. Uh, well... Not, I doubt it. I mean, I'll be amazed after like an entire day at the beach. I could drag my ass to happy hour with all those college kids who have STDs. The Groove, Secret Service, come on, all the good bands there. All those college kids with the clap. I'm not hanging out there with AIDS. With their herpes hands, handing me drinks from behind the bar. I did touch the urinal. I'm going to drink something. What are you talking about? There's a bar you go to? The Ocean yeah, Drive. It's the There's no drive. shower yeah. happy hour. And I swear, dude, the inside, and this is just from my vague memory the last time I was there 10 years ago. I remember yeah. the inside is all constructed of wood. And it's wood that's like shaved almost or like, you know, like shredded a little. Oh, so like it looks to, like it'll oh, catch on fire. Like two years. This floods like every two years. Wait, it's, only, it's only like two blocks off the beach. Oh, it's warped wood. <laughs> When you said Ocean Drive, I haven't, I, thought of it. I haven't heard Ocean Drive since I was at my buddy Jeff Epstein's house down in Florida. We went, used to go island hopping and stuff. You know? oh. It was just wild. OD, the OD, the no shower happy hour. The 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 chlamydia walks in right from oh, the beach. that place. And I swear, if someone would light a match yes. the wrong way, it's going to go up in flames in two seconds. <laughs> this is the place in... It's, it's outside of a uh, sea aisle, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's right there. There's a Wawa. The best thing about it, too, is there's a Wawa like two blocks down. Right. Oh, yeah. That's back right out of there and get yourself a nice little hoagie. Made did, you go, did you go there, Bob, with this recent venture? Yeah. We, no, we, did, we, we were yeah. going to because Chico and the Vibe is one of the bands that played my brother's wedding. Oh, was cool. band that played my brother's wedding. They were playing there on, I think, Friday night. They were playing at like 4 o'clock. I think that was oh. the no shower happy hour you're talking about, John. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. So, Is, isn't that crazy. fun though? You, you go to the beach and then you go to like the bar and you're all smelly and stuff, but you're like, it's okay because I'll be home for dinner in an hour. You're just getting like getting like, a little good up. dinner buzz. Just totally blasted, staggering in front of your kids, crash through a table. You know, yeah, my two cousins, cool. my Glass. two cousins who like just graduated Glass. college not that long ago. <clears throat> there's always like two nights during the week where they show up to dinner like in their bathing suits with no shirts on, and everyone's like dressed, you know, after beach shower clothes. Those yeah. two idiots are loud. They stink. Yeah. They smell I like the ocean. They're not talking to anyone else but each other, and they're just, like, screaming at each other. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this. When you're down the shore, wh- when do you guys typically head to the beach? Are you, like, up at 6 a.m. and down there? Or are you, like, 11 o'clock? Like, when when do you go to the beach in the, in the day? 10, 11. First thing. Yeah. What, what we did is my dad and I would go down there and set up our, like, little pop-up tent. When would you do that? 8 a.m. Okay. To get our spot. Oh, nice. nice. July 4th, we did it at 7 a.m. Wow. Just get down there. We put that up, stuck the American flag in front of them, and our friends, the Eichhoffs, an umbrella or two, few houses down, and they they would set, then they would go out and set their tent up right next. Oh, to you should have um, you should have recorded yourself putting the flag there, and we could have edited it in slow motion, like the moon flag. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, you yeah. like bouncing in the sand, and you like put he, it down. Yeah. Me driving it into the sand. Yeah, that would have been uh, would have been good. 
That, yeah. What's kind of what, it's like a real tent though. You guys set up so you can like. No, it's like it. one of those. Uh, it's like one of those uh, like the pop up. Uh, I don't even know what the heck you call them. Like uh, they're not. It's not it a tent. It is like it's a like, tent, but it doesn't have walls. Just yeah, four it's corners like one and of the a roof. Pop up things that you. Put, oh yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. It's got like the four pegs and then yeah, just like exactly. yeah. It's like oh, that's for cool. like a uh, like a radio station outside of a uh, Phillies game. You know, giving <laughs> away d- pamphlets. A DJ yeah, booth. Free CDs. A DJ booth at the turkey trot. That's just like, okay, you're ready to party. Y'all ready for this? Who wants to spin the wheel of toys? Yeah, then I made it a rule to do that shit. I wouldn't crack my first beer before noon. And I usually, actually, I wouldn't take the kids down. My parents would usually take the kids down. I'd do a little work for a couple hours up at the house, and then I'd come down and... And we'd, I'd bring, I'd bring like the next round of cooler beer down because we were just literally just draining coolers down there. I think we came with, oh yeah, the silver bullet. We came with uh, uh, five cases of Coors Light, five cases of Miller Light. My brothers bought a whole crap ton of the craft beers. By Wednesday, by Wednesday, we had to go to that liquor store right off the island, the Diamond or something. Oh, oh, super liquor. Yeah, Yeah. it's got like all the wine. It has like actually really good wine. Beers a day. We're drinking like 20, 25 beers a day at least. Probably 30. We're probably each going through a 30 rack. Oh, yeah. Easily. Easily. I, I don't know well, about not, you guys. It's not but much I'm, dinner. Like, it's, 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 be on board for that. Don't salad. go out too far. Yeah, these cheesesteaks are awesome. Watch Good. the undertow. They're awesome. I don't know about it's, you guys, but when, when, I, when I go down the shore or on vacation, once I start drinking, I don't stop for the rest of the day. I'm just like, it's vacation. So I kind of plan like uh, i'm not gonna start drinking at like 11 or 12 i was like i'll wait till like two or three yeah. and then once i start it just keeps flowing because you don't have anything to do see yeah. this Except year like, i'm like i don't know what to do this year because hannah's like a year and a half old so it's like she's so much more mobile than she was last time so i don't like mm-hmm. i don't know it's like a whole new world <clears throat> but there's so much help i'm sure i'll be fine oh yeah you're gonna have a lot of help, and you and Heather, you know, you can tag team it a little bit, and you can still yeah. sit there in a chair and, and crack a few cold ones. You just gotta, you know, every every Swap. like you know, 10, 15 minutes or so, get up and you know, do something, and then you know, be a dad, and then go back down to drinking beer. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. Just put in your time, like at a like a yeah a timed appearance at a party where you're like, hey, good to see you. How's it going? How's the job? Everything's good. I'm gonna get some more cheese dip, and then you're like, okay, I, I said hi to to Aunt Joan. I'm done for the night. You know, yeah, you're like, yeah. you carefully display yourself like a politician, showing up at like the right town at the right time, and then that's it. You're good. That too. is the whole week for me. Like once yeah. a oh, day, really? I zone in on like one person. I do my routine. I make them laugh for about a half hour, and then I go do back to trips. my business. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's perfect. That's perfect. I timed going into so the ocean. Good. My kids, my kids were come, you know, like daddy, daddy, let's go in the ocean. I'm like, okay, so I grab them both. And I'll pull them in the ocean. It's when I had to pee. So I go, oh, yeah, perfect. I pee all over, and then we'd hang out for like 20 minutes in the ocean. I come back, you know, and it's good to go. Then they want to play in the sand again. So it was perfect. It's awesome. Beautiful. You guys spend all day at the beach. Are you there till like five o'clock? We're there till like yeah. six, six thirty. And, yeah. then, uh, yeah, and the best part was uh, the, the neighborhood friend that we grew up with in our other neighborhood, aside from Oxbow Ridge. Sorry, John, this is going to be blasphemous. Uh, your yeah. second but neighborhood. Mr. Eikhoff would, uh, he, he, instead of going all the way in the ocean to pee, like up to your waist, he would walk in up to his ankles and just let loose. Uh. And then we'd be playing, 
we'd be playing horseshoes and he's got and he's like talking to people talking bright to yellow pee gigantic wet spot on the front it's good for him yeah what is, he d- does not he gives zero fucks does not care what is oxbow ridge Ew. i know that that name sounds familiar it's the that name of my neighborhood that, that, we used to, that we used to reside in oh john yeah, that was your neighborhood we grew up in yeah. yeah that's where i know it from okay yeah. um i lived there a lot longer than i did oh god the uh that's fun though down the shore do you guys do the boardwalk at night or do you ever do during the day and grab something to eat or like what is your well there is no boardwalk in sea right isle but the uh, one in right, ocean city isle. like oh my god i must have walked up and down the entire length of that thing a thousand more than a thousand times when i went down the shore with you john back in like the early 90s when like Jurassic park was in the theater we hit that boardwalk like 500 times every night back and forth looking for chicks who just wanted to you know be easy <laughs> right yeah like the babes. these 13 year old easy ass these 12 year old white girls down there were like yeah i have the chronic album you want to make out somewhere yeah, that was a pickup you know? line and i stole three of my mom's <laughs> cigarettes too i know my secret yeah, identity. i stole three of my mom Ooh, i smoked a cigarette under the ocean city boardwalk for the first time I like what? found a pack and I was like, fuck oh. this, I'm doing it. I think it was in like seventh grade. Wait, the first no, time you were ninth smoked grade, was under ninth the grade. boardwalk? Yeah. Oh, that's a story, man. That's like a cool. Yeah, Rye and my brother and his friend were like down, you know, like on the beach and I like went in there by myself and and I buzzed like crazy. The whole beach was like spinning. I was like, holy fuck, this is amazing. No wonder these are so addicting. This happens every time. What? It's like pot. And then you the chase that for 20 years and eventually quit. I, I remember uh, <laughs> right. the first time I, I had a cigarette was with uh, Dave Cicero. Uh, Jared Mangino, Rob Moran, and somebody else. And somebody's, somebody's mom stole a. Uh, somebody's some kid stole their mom's like misty cigarettes, like the long Virginia Slims. Oh, vagina. And I was slime. like, shit, we're doing this. We're doing this. And Dave Cicero wrote a rap about it, and to this day, I still remember the rap. Do you want to hear it? Yes. No. All right. The guy's really. name was Jared Mangino, and he stole the cig, and the rap went like this. We've been here before. Jared blazed up a smoke. Man, it was huge. Man, no joke. We lit it up. We took a puff. Looked to the right. Policeman cuffed. Because at the time, we thought if we were caught oh with cigarettes, we would go to jail. Like, this was like a huge thing, like underage smoking. So yeah. I remember, like, we had, I had this, like, a, you know, a few puffs, and I, was, I went home. Like, I washed my hands. I showered. I brushed my teeth. I was like, I can't get caught. Like, what is it? Still so on you. I was so paranoid about this thing but that's funny under the boardwalk that's I'd like to have Dave Cicero on this show yeah he's like a ghost man that name sounds familiar he's uh, yeah I feel like you bumped into him Bob Bob um, he was the, we he's the have... track coach at St. Jude okay. he had two actually, bearded, he bearded, bearded oh, I'm sorry go ahead no go ahead no we, go ahead we'd sit out on our deck at night uh, and watch the Ocean City PD, who has nothing to do but probably check unruly people who don't have their beach tags. And then what they would do is they drive nice complaints. on the beach and we had a lifeguard stand just probably like 400, like nah, 250, 300 yards off to our left. And every single night there'd be somebody in there having sex and they would bust them. Oh, yeah, that was like the big <laughs> You see the truck, truck shine on the thing and then you oh see the flash. It's just 
hopping through the sand and then see people like scurry out like you know most of the time it's just yeah get the hell out of here lifeguard stand that was like their thing yeah they're like a22 trailer we got one we got a live one moving in moving in they're like that was like the big kill of the night like that that's all they do that's all they do it's beach tags and uh you know because this is they're not not dealing with pulling drunks out of bars and shit like that like the seattle police are fucking beach tags so that's we never got beach tags I never did either. We always just got on somehow. Hey, Ocean City. Like, oh, they're down oh. there. My dad would just say, oh, my wife's parking the car. She's coming. She's right behind me. And then I know. Just, uh, imagine how many times I hear that. Open the house. Open the house. The question that the world has is your gentleman's uh, perception of the uh, United States astronaut spacesuit. When you think about astronauts, what do you think of? You think of the white suit? The helmet. You, you think of the helmet that you can't see through, the black yeah, tint. Yeah, or the gold. But few people... The MTV man. The MTV man. Right, and the moon man. But people don't remember, or at least a lot of people don't remember or often think of, what the spacesuit looks like during the Gemini or the Mercury program. They look like, if you've ever seen the Twilight Zone, they look like the, the, the sci-fi 50s movie spacesuits. They were clear masks. They were silver they were like, what you think about in an old movie? And uh, I want to ask Bob, the first question to kick off History Hour, NASA edition. Oh, boy. Is Not why the transition? Lot. Was it technology or was it just because it looked cooler? Because you remember how different they looked within like yeah. three years of each other? Yeah. Well, well yeah, in Mercury, you had like that, that silver space. It would almost look like, you know, they're wearing something like a king tinfoil. But it was mobile, and it was a pressurized suit that they actually used. They took that suit from the pilots who flew the X-15 experimental aircraft. Neil Armstrong actually flew that aircraft, and you know those, those guys were going beyond 60 miles high in that thing. Uh, which beyond six, anything over 60 miles, you're technically considered an astronaut. You've been to space. Not a lot. So a few of those guys were astronauts. Oh. They never went to orbit. Um, so they they kind of the Mercury program used. Uh, Pretty much the same spacesuit that those guys use, pressurized, oxygen flowing through, able to put all the sensors in it. Then Gemini came up with their own suit to start to evolve into what was going to be the Apollo spacesuit. And the the Apollo spacesuit essentially was, you know, those guys what they're wearing on launch and landing is what they're going to be wearing on the moon. So no, actually, no, not. not on landing. They didn't. They actually didn't wear pressure suits on landing because if you're going to burn up, you're going to burn up. It didn't matter. Because it um, wouldn't matter anyway. Yeah. No, you were done. So, but, but yeah, by the time Apollo came around, oh. you had a big, thick, white spacesuit, you know, with the multiple layers, and that was what they were going to walk on the moon with, so. And when you mentioned the, uh, like, the X-15 with um, Neil Armstrong, uh, you're saying any, anything 60 miles above the Earth's surface or the atmosphere? You get astronaut wings for that. Interesting. So when he, like, the opening scene of... Of first man, where he's bouncing off of the um, the atmosphere uh, in the X fifteen. That was like essentially the first time I he was think, in space. I think I don't know. I don't know if a hundred because he got up to like one hundred forty six, one hundred forty seven thousand feet. I'm not sure what that counts as. I'm not sure if he got. Uh, he was like at least he was over fifty miles high, but I'm not sure what. Uh, okay. If he got over sixty there, but you know they were they they were obviously pissed at him. They thought he was. You know, being lackadaisical, bouncing off the atmosphere. Was know. the X-15 the 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 plane that could go the farthest up in the atmosphere without being like a proper shuttle? 
or uh yeah yeah they dropped from like a, they dropped it from a, the wing of a b-52 and uh and it would shoot itself up you know it dropped it from like forty-three thousand feet and it would fly up to you know 148 150 160,000 feet wait they dropped it it didn't actually take off from a runway it was from a, a bomber yeah dropped from a bomber on the side of the wing Scary man, that sucks. Oh, yeah, they had one yeah. that actually they, they before they dropped it, it caught on fire. So they jettisoned it with the pilot in it. And oh, the, shit. Wait a minute, Scott Cross, Scott Cross, and it went down. And he actually fired the engines just to get away from the plane. And then uh, they didn't have ejection seats in that thing. He had so to bail. What happened? He had to shut the engines down. Uh, actually, no, he Climb didn't. Out. He flew the thing down on fire. That's thousand feet. He lived? Yeah. He wasn't in good shape when oh they found gosh. him, but he lived. Was he did he ever fly again kind of shape or I don't think so. No. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Phillies lose at home for nothing to the Nats. Ah, that's oh great. We limped into the playoffs and now we're limping out. Oh but the MLB, the all star, not the playoffs. The all star. Much like some of the horses limped uh, the Battle of Chancellorsburg after being fired upon accidentally. Uh, and the Philadelphia Oops. Phillies, the home of the Declaration of Independence. Maybe I should uh, take this little hat off right now. John was saying. Speaking uh, it's of the still Phillies, early. it's only uh, Harper's first season. It's only right. I think more people need to talk about. It's we only need to the blend. first season. We need to if you sign, if you sign a musician to an eighty million dollar record deal and the first single sucks, it's like it's okay. They're only thirty years old. And we, we do have a lot of off. fucking injuries. Does anyone know how that guy from the Angels died yet? Did they ever release the cause of death? I don't know. Tyler Skaggs, I think his name was. Yeah, Skaggs. It had to be some either like a congenital heart condition, a brain aneurysm, or drugs. I was thinking aneurysm or something like that, yeah. But they are climbing right now. The Angels haven't been in the postseason in like four years, and they have all this like talent on there. And, you know, I think this – the whole tragedy has kind of riled up the team, kind of like after Harry Callis died. Everyone's kind of like, there's like this camaraderie that was birthed. Circle, circle the wagons. Yeah, circle the wagons. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but back to the Mercury program. So these the spacesuits, when they did this, I'm just curious because I was reading something about like John Glenn, you know, you see him wearing the, the Mercury suit. Uh, it was more of like technology for outer space. Because they knew they were going to be doing like lunar landings and stuff like that. Why they made these suits like, you know, unbreakable. You know, the Mercury program, these guys weren't going to go outside the capsule. They were staying in the capsule. So that's they, why. They only wore the pressurized suit uh, just in case anything depressurized, you know. But that's the only reason for the most part. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You, should start, you should start wearing suits like that when you cut the lawn or you have to like do grocery shopping. Just so people are like, what's wrong, man? You're like, oh, just in case the pressure like drops. I don't like have to breathe the same air. We have some sort of cosmic event while mowing the lawn and the atmosphere uh, dissipates and, uh, you know, <laughs> we, we all get sucked out. We all get sucked. I'm just going to hold on to this lawnmower. No Native yes. Americans. Um, tweet us at the underscore podcast. Well, Bob, thanks for being on the show tonight. No, no, no. We always miss you and uh, yeah, to have you on. I love it. Thanks for having me on. It's good stuff. I, I mentioned in the thread we were going to talk about some of the uh, the NASA stuff because you know really oh well of knowledge. But if you want to go, if you want to jump at anything else, we can do that. Dude, I was just reading what you sent Bob about uh, World War One and World War Two, basically just kind of being like the same Clark. war. That was Clark. Oh, Clark, you said that, dude. That's insane. Oh yeah, 
I just read that like facts? right now as you two are rambling on about astronauts. Just rambling on about astronauts. John, have you seen First Man? Oh, boring science. No. It's pretty good. No. Next Not time I see this. John, I'm going to I, duct I don't tape him. And uh, I will force him to watch it. I don't know why. I want to watch it. I'm just like never. It's actually never good. Even think if not, of if you're not like a little space nerd or anything. But I'm no, becoming a huge good. space nerd. That Neil Tyson DeGrasse. I can't listen to him enough. Oh, he's great. He's so. I mean, oh my god, he's like the smartest guy ever. Yeah. Like he yeah, broke he's our, down. He's our generation's Carl Sagan. He broke so. down like Avengers Endgame's science in like yeah. the Marvel universe. That's awesome. I know. Yeah, he's you've fun. Been, you've mentioned the uh, the World War II article. Do you guys want to hear some amazing, crazy facts about the Second World War? Yes. Uh, Dig me. Most soldiers, most any any man born in Russia between 1920 and 1925, 80% of them died in World War II fighting for oh, Russia. Yeah. And to, to put Fuck. a little perspective in that, more Russians, uh, both soldiers and civilians, died during the Battle of Stalingrad than all the British and U.S. soldiers over the course of the entire year. Dopes. Bob, is that the bloodiest battle in history? Probably. I mean, the, Russians were, the Russians were just throwing meat at right, the Germans. Right, right, so right, right. They didn't care. The Russians didn't give a shit. They were, they were burning their own cities down. This, this scorched earth policy, they were burning... Like entire towns down. So when the Germans advanced, it would cut off like supply lines, and I mean they were just they, twenty million, you know, Russian citizens died during the war. I mean they were just they were Man. awful. Yeah, awful that country. country has <laughs> just been like, taking it for a while, and it's they, cold they kinda, as fuck. They kind of suck, and there's actually they found like a, oh. a Russian old Russian sub no wonder. Like thirty years ago off the Netherlands is now leaking extremely radioactive fuel into the oh, ocean. Oh my gosh. Chernobyl. From underwater. Fucking dummy bastards. That's what they are. And Putin is just a fucking thug. That's all he is. KGB I loved thug. how Huge the whole... Thug. And I am going to be poisoned by tomorrow with uh, some like radioactive dye. No way. brag on my face or something. No and I'll way. Be dead. No way, Bob. You're be dead in a week. Nice knowing you guys. No way. <laughs> Take care, Bob. <laughs> Take care. Um... You know, Chernobyl, I love how the whole the whole thing, the whole it all came down to them being cheap. Buying well, it came cheap down to them being cheap and, the, and they were just denial. They were in denial the whole time. Oh yeah. Yeah, huge that denial. Was, nobody wa- nobody would want to admit that, oh my god, we did something that could fucking end the world. Yeah. Yeah, and, and don't forget Let's make like, sure. to Bob's point at a previous show, he mentioned the Buran, the Russian space program. Uh, the shuttle, the Russian space program, the Soviet space program, helped end the, the Cold War because it, it sort of bankrupted the Soviet Union. And they were hemorrhaging money from the late 70s to the late 80s. Yeah, they were spending like 16 billion rubles on a flight, you know, a space flight. The, the, the Chernobyl incident cost them. Like, they were just hemorrhaging money. I can't even they imagine what Chernobyl just, cost them. It was a sinking ship. Yeah, and they're so full of pride <laughs> that they had to... They were first in denial because they were so prideful, and then they realized, oh, <laughs> we need to get this under control, maybe build like a lead dome over this thing, and uh, perhaps keep the core from melting down. Maybe completely. talk to someone yeah. who knows. So we're going to get some uh, big, fat, naked miners to come in here and uh, dig under yeah. the core. Yeah, it's a big, 
That's the answer. That naked problem. miners. Hey, we need uh, we need to uh, direct this traffic elsewhere. It's congesting. Let's just get some naked miners over here. To no, no, we don't know. Why do you need to be naked? Um, Those guys just all yeah. knew they were going to die, and they really had no choice. Yeah, yeah they were going to die anyway. They're gonna get shot. Or yeah, and the guys that crazy. had that, that they were putting out, they were going over the op, the exposed quarry. You saw that scene where they're like, they're just they have them throwing like rocks into it, with, like oh, shovels. Yeah, their oh, skin melted off. Yeah, and they're like freaking in just rubber. You know, you're done. You're you're just in a body condom. It's not gonna help you from radiation. Yeah, at that point, it's like the movie U five seven one when they yeah. have the, like the nuclear thing, and they're like, just put a bio suit on, and they're like, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, Star, just, Star, just... Star. What the hell does Clar mean? Clar. Clar. Um, I just want to read a few more of these facts from World War II. U-boats, uh, the German U-boats. Netherlands! Uh, the 40,000 men who served on those boats, only 10,000 of them survived. To show you how... Oh. It was like a oh, submarine. Oh, wow. It's like a big... Oh, that's they a submarine. They sunk a, t- a shit ton of uh, American and British ships off the North Carolina coast. Uh, yeah. For and during World War <laughs> And there's, there's some sunken Damn. U-boats in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. When yeah. did submarines come about? Like, when did they make their debut? Civil War. The Civil War. The Confederates had the uh, Hunley. That they, the Hunley. Uh, Isn't that so funny? That thing was a death trap. The war that was only on land, the submarine was created. Well, they wanted to they wanted to blow up the blockade in uh, Charleston, uh, and they had tried to do it three times before, and the damn thing kept sinking and killing the crew. And they <laughs> fish, it out, fish it out of the uh, little bay there, and get a new Try crew. Try again. Hey, Try again. Hey, that thing was. Who's charge. up next? Third time's a charm. You guys will be fine. Who's the next least important person they here? They actually did. They actually did blow up a, a Union ship, but in the process, they took on water and actually sank in, uh, in Charleston, and uh, they raised it about 10 years ago, and it's actually sitting still in a saltwater bath because if they actually let it uh, dry out, it'll just go to dust. Crumble. Yeah, that's in, uh, <laughs> you can China. visit that in Charleston, right? Yeah, it was actually right near the training center where I went to one of my trainings, and it wasn't open on the day that oh, uh, no. I was off, so I couldn't couldn't go to it. So the sub, wow. The, so so wait a second. In, in the Civil War, you would the South took a submarine up the Atlantic, and then mm-hmm. aimed it at like I don't understand. No, they didn't take it up the Atlantic. They it, it's strictly like they were only going like a few hundred yards offshore into a blockade, a ship that was a Union ship that was sitting there, and they had a giant like forty foot pole out in front of them. Uh, hit the ship with a pressure detonator and would just try to blow a giant hole in the side of it and sink it. Wow. Sneak attack. Sneak yeah. attack. We also had the ironclads. Well played. So, well played uh, yeah, racists. the ironclads. And the alligator. Uh, and the, you, and wasn't the alligator another submarine too? I'm not sure. I don't know. I haven't heard that one. But the Monitor and the Merrimack were the first of the ironclads. And as soon as those things went to battle... Basically, every other naval fleet was uh, considered obsolete at that yeah, point. Yeah, the ironclads were like the primitive sub uh, battleships. Yeah. The they're, warships. They're cannonballs at each other, and they're just bouncing off the sides. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, and they couldn't sink Idiots. each other. It was a draw. <clears throat> All right. Well, it's getting dark. No use just shooting at each other in yeah. the dark. It's bouncing. Yeah, I'm Stop, gentlemen. We'll figure this out tomorrow. 
Have it's a good just night. Like a home and enjoy a finer bourbon here. Yeah, you know? a bourbon. I'm so hot and tired and covered in gunpowder, and my ears are ringing from those cannonballs bouncing off the side of my ship. The I like the stories during the Civil War where, like, after battles or before battles or whatever, uh, so the Confederate soldiers and Union soldiers would, like, share the same watering hole. You know, and like wash their clothes, you know, and they weren't like killing each other because they're like, yeah, we're not really working right now. Yeah, you know, we're looking at each other. Yeah. All they're doing. Looking at each yeah. other's bongs right before they uh, shoot looking, each other. Looking at those balls. Before they start getting involved. <laughs> um, I think, Bob, next time you go to the Jersey Shore, you should roll up there in, in a Hunley, you know, like uh, yeah. submersible. And they're just like, whoa, 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 what is this? Have yeah, my is whole this? family take it out and like, we're just going to go shark hunting in this thing. It's okay. I'll see you yeah, later. Yeah, the Hunley. That thing was a death shark. Yeah, it was awful. And they found when they when they pulled it up, it was all full. The inside was all full of sediment. But the thing about it was the sediment almost perfectly preserved the body. So like everybody was still in there. Oh shit! Oh, weird, like sushi. Like they even were pulling like you know Confederate bills out of their pockets. Yeah, human like sushi, human cuts. sashimi. That's Sir, would you like the California roll or the uh, the tuna roll? I'll take the Hunley roll, please. Preserved yeah. course. Or, or the dead colonel. Preserved in sediment, please. A southern gentleman. Um, but that's Cubs amazing, beat though. the Pirates in Chicago four to three. Much like <laughs> the Pirates of John Lafayette in New Orleans uh, was a fine battle in the 1700s. Uh, no, no, no. You guys ever been in New Orleans? <laughs> no, no, I've never been. You're not missing much. It's uh, it smells really? like piss and vomit, and oh, uh, yeah. it gets old after one night. Is that but true? Lafayette. They have Lafayette's Tavern where he stayed. Uh, and it's an awesome tavern. They have like a piano built into the wall, and you just throw like dollars at this guy, and he'll play any song you want in there. Oh, wow. And there's, no, and there's no, it's all gaslighting. It's no, there's no electric, you know, they have electricity to run. Oh, well, charge. Yeah, but it's really cool. That's cool. I did read about that. It's like a black, black bar on the outside. The yeah. Ends, and they say like it's haunted by the ghost of Lafayette. Yeah. But it's not a great city, in your opinion? I mean, no. Not a lot of fun. It's not worth – if you're there for work or something, you know, definitely go down to the French Quarter and, and, and give it a walk. But don't uh, don't make a special trip together. Yeah, I don't know anybody that, like, goes to New Orleans. Like, yeah, we're going to New Orleans again for the annual trip. You know, I, it's I about people do. That, like, yeah, we went down there and it was drunk. I know people that do, but then I know that, like, I know a few people that, like, don't go anymore after, you know, Katrina yeah. pushed the – fucking gulf of mexico into bourbon street oh yeah well they're uh they're gonna be facing an issue uh here stinky with, uh... dude this storm is supposed to be like more rain than a hurricane oh my gosh yeah because it's moving so slow and it's not what, like a, the wind isn't like hurricane level but the rain is like yeah they're gonna they're gonna get like a foot it's and a half noah's arkish yeah that's crazy yeah yeah but there's nothing wrong Trillions. with that Climate change, anything like that. So no, worry about, no, it. It's, worry about it. It's fake news. I mean, oh, yeah, hey, yeah, the, right, the, right, the right. town's underwater. The no, most water okay. ever it's is going to dump on an area yeah. that already had water dumped on it. Yeah, right. New, Orleans, New Orleans is essentially a bathtub. If you walk out in a jacket, <laughs> it's a bird bath. It is a bathtub. You walk out, it's below sea level. <laughs> you walk out to Jackson Square, the Mississippi River is it's above you. What? It's weird. You walk, you're walking out in the street and you look at the Mississippi River. It's above you. The ships and everything, uh, not the ships, but like the the barges and the tugboats. Oh, and, weird. Yeah. Weird. 
Interesting. Very, oh my very, God! What's a, eventually I'll, that's going to ripple? I'll stick to New Orleans Square at Disneyland. Thank you very much. You can get some funnel cake. <laughs> I'll take the uh, jambalaya. Tourist version where I'm yes. not going to corn get dog. I, I remember I was last time I was at Disneyland. We were in New Orleans Square, and there was like this gift shop, and I went in, and I like I love the movie Dumbo, and there was this crystal like Dumbo thing, and I was like, oh Jen, I want that. And she was like, it's $9,000, honey. And I was like, oh, I want that. And the girl, like, joking around, was like, I want that Dumbo. And the girl's behind, behind the counter's eyes lit up like slot machines because she thought, like, this was the day. Oh, so the idiot was going to buy a $9,000 crystal. Crystal and Dumbo. Like, <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm just kidding. We can't afford that. But I was like, who buys this stuff? And she's like, you'd be surprised. People Disney. love Disney. And I'm like, but it's 9000 Like, how would you even carry that around the park? After I know, first? right. Like, you buy that and you have to immediately, like, carry it like, you know, you're Barry Sanders, like, running. Yeah, like, but you know, it, it wasn't, wasn't like gold. So go back to your hotel room. It wasn't yeah. like a signed document from World Walt Disney. It was like one of those little crystalline things you put like on a desk. I'm like, why? Who buys this? Nine and I guess it's catered grand. to like the, the super rich that are just like, I'll get this for you, sweetie. You know, it's like, I'm like, what? Why would you sell this? It was crazy. It was crazy. It was really crazy. Um, it's right. like uh, but yeah. Bob Iger can afford this. That's about it. Right. Bob Iger. <laughs> Bob Iger. Uh, what's the storm though that's happening? You, are you talking about South Florida? Barry, the beautiful rainbow, has transformed into a tropical death <laughs> storm. Is it? Is it Barry? Yeah, it's in it's in the Gulf of Mexico. It's going to hit west of New Orleans, probably uh, more towards. Uh, oh gosh, my geography is so lacking. Oh gosh, Tallahassee. Wait, is the name oh, Barry though? Go yeah, it's really Barry. You gotta be kidding me. That's fucking great. The <laughs> rainbow has a rainbow. If you comment on a rainbow after the storm, I'm gonna lose my shit. That's Dude, amazing. My prediction. Yeah, it's going once New Orleans then just hooks into like the Midwest then, which they don't need any more rain because the Mississippi is like, I heard it's like 10 feet above, uh, above oh my gosh. which is huge. Is your area affected by that, Bob? Is it coming? Yeah. Com- no, it'll swing all around us. We're just getting our typical, uh, all typical uh, bands. late afternoon thunderstorms as I sit here on the deck with Mr. Bojangles. <laughs> we might admit Julep. I was going to say, admire, admit Julep. admire the, the fury of God with the lightning <laughs> thunder. While you're, while you're eating your, your, uh, your, your very subtle, uh, subtly cooked uh, succotash. Uh, and uh, uh, finally cooked uh, shrimp and grits as well. Yes, as those shrimp and grits with the mint julep are being uh, divulged upon, like uh, the, the uh, digestifs and aperitifs that they are, the cotton fields will certainly be greened with God's fine uh, arm of um, justice for yes, the uh, so so he does his, his mighty stick and uh, does not blow down uh, all of my crops. So. And sh- okay. should your provisions and supplies run low, <laughs> you can certainly get your steed out there and ride into town for some more amenities and provisions for the, the homestead. Oh, y- yes, indeed. Absol- absolutely, yes. We, we will be uh, hitting up the uh, provisions. I don't think hitting The up. quartermaster. <laughs> We shall be uh, uh, procuring some more provisions here shortly. So. <laughs> you, need, you need to start talking like that and growing the Chester A. Arthur beard, like the, the mustache that turns into sideburns, oh, and that's yeah. it. Triple H. Triple H. I saw a great photo of it was Vince McMahon and his whole family, and of course you have Stephanie McMahon who's married to Triple H and everybody, and Donald right. Trump in the Oval Office. 
They're all standing around Donald Trump oh, at, yeah. at the Resolute Desk in the Oval Office, and it says 44.7% of the people in this photo have been stone-cold stunned. <laughs> to, to include the President of the United States. That's great. I like the meme. He's, he's stunned, stunned Trump? Linda McMahon, Vince McMahon, definitely Triple H, probably Stephanie, too. Sure. Definitely Shane. And there were a bunch yeah. of people too, so I'm sure he didn't, uh, no, he wasn't doing I don't remember him stunning tr uh, Trump, but I'm sure it's happened. Oh, he did. Oh, you too. He did. Who did? Stone, Stone Cold, Cold stunned gave Trump. The did, did give the Stone Cold stunner to Trump. Oh, at the, uh, WrestleMania. Oh, I don't know what it was. I just saw it on YouTube. I like the yeah. meme you shared the other day, and it was like, I can't believe it. It's July 8th. Trump's people are set, still setting off fireworks. One of them even caught fire to my Christmas tree or something. <laughs> my Christmas decorations. My Christmas decorations. <laughs> Gosh, That's when you funny. think about it, like, we're already past, like, it sucks. We're already past July 4th, which is my favorite holiday. And, great. And, oh, is it? Like, the only thing, yeah. But, like, after this now, like, we're, 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 we're basically already in the Christmas season and Thanksgiving at this point. It's crazy. Summer, summer's pretty much freaking over. I know. It's nuts. I, I feel like the two most depressing times of the year, except for the weather, the weather makes the summer okay, is yeah. like between July 4th, after July 4th, and like the holidays, until Labor and Day. After, oh. after, after Christmas until like... Because you're just kind of like waiting around. Like you still, as a kid, it's fun because you don't have school. But as an adult, you're like, it's just fucking hot and like annoying and like there's nothing going on. Yeah, I have to get out of my car and trudge into my office and sweat my ass off. Right, swamp ass and cry. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I can smell my balls when I'm sitting on my desk. I know, and you kind of like don't like it, so you scratch it with a, with a wire cutter. And people yes. are like, what are you doing? No, actually, I use a, uh, I bend a paper clip out and I try to get in there, you know. That's Gotta a good idea. Bangles. I like the paper clip for the shoe. If you have like a, a, a foot itch, you yeah. put the paper clip down there. No, no, no. That's a great idea. I never yeah. thought. It's awesome. Yeah, it works. I think uh, people at, at the office, um, you know, we should start uh, just saying things like, the, you know, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing for lunch? Oh, no, I'm just going outside to cry for a little bit. And you're like, oh. Yeah. And then you know who's really your friend or not. Because if somebody <laughs> said to me, I'd be like, are you, are you okay? I'm going to go to the talk? bar and have an iced tea and a cry. <laughs> I'm not taking lunch today. I'm uh, going to drink the rest of my iced coffee, uh, my Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee, and cry in my car for 45 minutes. <laughs> With the heat on. I had a, I had yeah. a neighbor the, the other on. day. <laughs> I, I, we have, we, I have a neighbor, and he's a good dude. He, you know, he's kind of overbearing, but he's a good dude. And uh, somebody messaged kind me on Monday, and they're like, I haven't heard from Guy in like five days. And I know he's been like kind of. He just had knee surgery. He's been taking like some pain pills, and I'm like, all right, I'll have to try to get uh, him. A lot of flies flying outside of his window. Uh, yeah. No, but the Amazon packages were piling up. Oh, so no, so I was like, I was like, I'll come home. I came home. I got the, I got, his, I got a key to his place uh, from his manager. He's fine, but uh, he was. Everyone was calling, and people were like trying to find him. And I was like, call his job, call this, call his sister. And I was like, I'm gonna. I tried to get in his house. Didn't work. He changed Fuck. the lock or something. So I was like, I'm going to call the cops. And after like a few hours, someone's like, no, wait. I think I can find him. Didn't come up. I was like, all right, I'm calling the police. Finally, he texted me. And he's like, oh, I'm alive. You know, uh, or his neighbor texted me. I'm alive. He's alive. His sister got a hold of me. But we haven't heard from him in five days. 
So then I finally got a hold of him when he got back. I was like, dude, I was ready to break down your door and call the cops. Like, yeah. You should answer your phone. He was like, oh, it was turned off. Um, can you give me some milk? Because I can't really walk. And I was like, well, where were you? He's like, I was at Big Bear on vacation. I was like, you can fucking get your own milk. So I got him his milk because yeah. I felt bad. But then I got his milk and he's like, I think they overcharged you. Do you think you can take it back? And I'm like, never again. I'm never helping another person again. This is what I get. I should have, next time I'm just going to think that you're dead and like let it go. You know, like I was trying to be a good Samaritan and like help a soul. And I was genuinely concerned. And then I just got into this thing and then he texted me today. He's like, can you help me with my computer tonight? I'm having issues. I'm like, nope, nope. You're mistaking kindness for weakness. Like, stop it. There was a night where Bob and I thought a friend of ours was dead because his wife couldn't find him. Then we couldn't find him. Like a whole bunch of guys on the same thread couldn't like get a whole, he wasn't responding. We were all texting him. And then I got out and was like driving Shit. around looking for dead bodies in a ditch or like his car on the side of the road. Are you and serious? Turns out he was probably just like uh, having an affair. Yeah, it's another chick. Probably a stooking some uh, you know, little hatchet woman there. <laughs> he was yeah, like, oh, hatchet. my phone, my phone died. I didn't even realize it. Uh. Oh my gosh! I didn't realize when I was fucking the shit out of that girl. <laughs> <laughs> What was his name and address? <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's funny. His name though. is Toby. What would you guys a, do if you saw one of your like best friends having an affair? Would you be like, "Yo, it's not cool. You need to do it," or would you be like, "All right, man, it's in the vault." Uh, I've seen it, uh, and you know what? I've been like, you know, it's none of my business. That's yeah, all I, I am. I don't I'm like, you know what? You do what you got to do. Yeah, just don't, don't, just don't, don't hold me. I can barely, I can barely keep my own shit together. I don't need to meddle in anyone else's. Yeah, I can't run my own life. Right. I would just ask, like, yo, don't like involve me with anything. Maybe yeah, I'll cover cover for you like once or twice if it means what? like. But don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to know anymore because I can't even manage my own life. I don't. I can't live your lie. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't want to pile on another lie. <laughs> Yeah, I, we're, I'm lying oh, out. The millions I'm spinning already. Yeah, the wheels are like full throttle. We're just trying to like maintain like water pressure so we don't sink. Like, just stop. I can't. I can't so take at on. At least change the oil on all the wheels. Yeah, it's like it's like the Titanic right before it gets hit. And they're like, hey, we got another crew cruise ship loading their passengers in you. It's like, no, 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 we're full. We 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 have our own issues. Um, but that's yeah. crazy though. Yeah. Oh, just rearrange the deck chairs. Just rearrange yeah. the deck. That'll save us. Deck chairs. That was a that was an answer in Jeopardy, the other night. What's that? Titanic? It no. Uh, it was like I can't I can't remember the category. You know how they're all like real clever. Yeah. Uh, it was like doing something this ridiculous would be like organizing what on the Titanic? What are the chairs? Correct. That's a good answer. Yeah. You watch Jeopardy? You're a Jeopardy guy? Every night. Dude, I go on tears. I could go really? on there and like get, because, you know, you it's like you and me. We know a lot of random weird facts about right. a lot of stuff. And, and that's all and, the show. And is. we retain it, you know, like that's the stuff we retain. What we don't retain, life lessons. Hundred uh, percent. I can't tell you how to do my job properly. Responsibility. Reprimanded, but I can tell you exactly. Self control. So, 
no means no. All these weird things, you know? This is weird stuff. Those lessons don't stay and retain the other nonsense, like the stuff we're talking about, NASA, uh, uh, Civil War. That information sticks in our brains. We don't, like, learn the lessons of, like, set goals. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny, though, about that? My whole rationalization for, like, the weird shit that we retain is in 100 years, are people going to talk about, hey, what happened in NASA or the Civil War? Are they going to talk about Matthew Clark's goals he set for himself? No, like, right. the stuff we're talking about is worldly. It carries generations. Right, right. No one's going to care about your fucking Q3 projections in a couple of years. But I'll be at a bar talking about the Battle of Chancellorsburg. And you know what? Spellbinding. People won't be listening, but somebody might be. And that's, like, kind of all that matters. Bob just puts the in but I think I could go on a tear on Jeopardy and, and compete because some nights I destroy. Some nights I know the answer before Alex is done reading. <laughs> well, unless they go like, and, and now our next category is uh, 16th century Russian poets. And right, like, then why I'm screwed. I'll punch why myself in the dick here until but, that category's out. But right, but there's always, you know, there's a lot of categories and there's a few that I just destroy. Yeah, I love to put sports categories on there and those freaking because everybody who makes music. it to that level of Jeopardy is socially damaged somehow. <laughs> they're they're, they're completely, oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You know, no, they're virgins. They have their stupid little stories. Well, I'm a librarian and I was able to reorganize all the books in the uh, local high school. I was and uh, created a whole index system here. Took me the entire I, summer. And then, and then I went home to my cats and uh, sex with them. Hey, Joan, Sioux City, Iowa. Joan, tell us about yourself. Well, oh I uh, manage the books at the local uh, industrial library, and if I didn't get on the show, I was going to take out a mall uh, with this rifle I bought the other day. But thank you, Alex, for having me. Uh, what is oh – what gosh. is edit this out? And so, lastly, Kyle. Kyle, you're from Minnesota. Kyle, tell us about yourself. Well, I threw a party. It was a gaming party. Everyone came over, and we played Halo. Yeah. Well, good luck to you. We played Harry Potter trivia, and it was it was good. It was, it was good. I had my wand. Spelliamas. Meet Rachel from Sandusky, Ohio. Rachel, what are you doing? Well, uh, I used to be rich, but this morning I took a pair of gardening shears and cut off my genitals, so my voice is going to fluctuate. What is? I need a glass of water and a band-aid, please. Okay, <laughs> categories are the penis mightier. You know, it's like so, so funny. S words. That's why I love watching. I love too. Jeopardy. I love making fun of the people. It's great. I love Jeopardy. I got the, I had the Jeopardy app. Yeah, my dad and I watching it. We just rip into all the people, you know, playing. You know, they're a hell of a lot smarter than we are, but you know, Jesus. But not really. I not mean, really. They just yeah, retain useless facts. Who knows? How, who's, who knows what they're like in real life? Yeah, they're never killing it. They're never they like, like Pete douche. is the CEO of a, of a software company. He has 80 properties. It's like Bill lives with his mother, uh, but he volunteers in the local chapter of the 4-H club. And Tim is a regular cosplayer at the Chinese theater in Hollywood. And he, but just, I was, he really got interested in guns. But I was voted most likely to succeed. Yeah, but you didn't. And you were the guy that most likely got his ass kicked after school. Yeah. Um, but it is fun. Oh, my Jeopardy. gosh. What do you guys like better, Jeopardy or Will of Fortune? Heart. See, I'm... I I'm can't stand Saint Jack. I can't. No, stand I can't either. Oh, I love Saint Jack. Too big for his body, first of all, and he—it's <laughs> like he gets—he gets off 
when so like they old. don't get like the contestants don't get like the big score. Like yeah, he gets a like, chubby. He's, he's like probably like on commercial break when they do a break, he's going back to producers. You know, going back to the producers. Like I just saved you guys thirteen grand. Yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, but remember he had that meltdown like four years ago on an airplane. He he was tweeting out stuff about <laughs> no. the government. No. So, he 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 had this meltdown about like climate change and conspiracies, and he it was they blamed it Weird. to a allergic reaction to medication. And I remember tweeting him. Like Roseanne Barr, allergic reaction to what, what, what's it called? Uh, reality. Right. Yeah, reality too. <laughs> but he had this meltdown. I remember, I remember I tweeted him like, uh, uh, "Can I have an X? Uh, I'll take an A. I like to buy a, a consonant for N." And I just spelled out Xanax or something like that. <laughs> People were like tweeting it. But he had like this allergic. Uh, they always blame an allergic. No Native Americans. They were fucked up on drugs. You know. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, no one's allergic say, to anything. There's a funny story. I don't know if you guys know this, but when they first started filming Wheel of Fortune, they do like I think they film like four or five shows in a day. So they just like they track it back, do it like over the course of like a week or two, and then they you know they put all that stuff in the can, and then they're good to go for you know a month or two. But apparently, they, between like when they take their lunch break, Sajak and Vanna White and all of like the cast and crew would go get bombed at. Uh, like a bar just outside wherever they were filming, and oh, how, nice. and they come back, and he's like, "Yeah, you could kind of tell a difference in us." You know? uh, was, no like, way! That's amazing. They, That's they, he, he was drunk. Because think about it, you can do the show. You pretty can do drunk. that show drunk. Come on! I of know, especially. I mean, they've been doing it for like almost forty years. And it's they like light up the light. letters. It's Vanna White just has to like walk to a lighted and letter touch. and touch yeah. it. Ding, ding, ding. ding. Mm, not a lot. And you know what? Those shows, Sound Jeopardy, out. Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, those don't cost the networks anything. It doesn't no, it's cost a, anything. It's a fixed set. And they make so much freaking money off of it. Oh, yeah. they. A lot of those shows, like Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, they carry those networks to develop, like, other stuff. They make, like, yeah. I'm making these numbers up, but they are comparable. It's like, let's say it costs... 20 million to do this show. They're raking in 300 million in advertising. So they can take half of that and like, well, let's develop other shit. You know, like they carry these networks. Like Seinfeld carried NBC for all yeah. those years. You know, it's like that. The Simpsons carried Fox for like a number of years. Yeah. It's amazing. No, yeah, it's pretty. American Idol like carried, what are they, CBS? American Idol? I don't remember, ABC? Is that they even? I think Fox. it was ABC. Is that still on? I'm sure it is. I they it's they back. should end that after like five seasons. But yeah, it's back and it took a break but, and and now it's back with different judges and no one gives a shit. That show was so big in its in its day. Oh my my stepfather oh my. he worked for for General Electric, and General Electric owns NBC. So he had a meeting once with the CEO at the time. It was Jeff Immel. And the first thing in the meet, and my stepfather works in uh, like appliances. He's like the national appliance guy. Does he know? The first thing of the meeting was Jeff Immelt was like, "Well, we can't compete with American Idol, so let's hear some ideas." Because General Electric owns NBC, and uh, my step stepdad was like, uh, "What?" Uh, you know, that was like their their main focus of this meeting was like how their like television brands was going to compete with Idol because it was like killing them. <laughs> I'm an appliance and, guy. And he's like, yeah, I can, we can talk about the dishwashers in the southeast. They raise those sales. But that show was so big and, like, it carried 
every bogus on that network that, for like years. That's when, the, that's when the other networks start scrambling bogus. and they know like you don't yeah. know a show like that is going to catch fire like a show like that did. Then you have to like it's almost like they have to like rack and stack schemers to compete with that you know in, a, in yeah. like a coordinated effort with like three or four shows that can bring in the type of viewership and money uh, that. Yes, they do yeah. what's they do. It's called tent polling or hammocking. Where they put like an amazing show in the middle of two crappy shows, or vice versa, two crappy shows around, or no, two good shows on either well, side of a dumper. Yeah, that's why you would see like Sopranos is at nine, Entourage is at ten, and then this shitty independent news show we picked up right after to kind of like get the ratings up for people that just happen to leave the TV on. Yeah, like Bob's, like Nas- Bob's NASCAR Weekly comes on after. Uh, oh, that would be great. Like you imagine show. Bob's <laughs> and it's like, but there's like, there's like specials, like there's a Christmas special, and you like, you're dressed as Santa Claus and like, you know, an '86 Buick with a number four on it. And you're just like, ho ho. Hashtag oh Maga. The show that benefited the most was Frasier. The ratings were crazy because. Yeah. There was already the fans of it, and then the people that just didn't turn the TV off after Seinfeld. It had like the right. ultimate lead-in, but that was yeah. when it was must-see TV. Must-see TV, and Frasier was a spinoff of uh, Cheers, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. some say, I mean, so ratings and awards-wise, more successful. Yeah. Yeah, Frasier was like a good show, but it already had this like built-in, you know, jump start, kind of like how. Family Matters. Better call Saul. It was spin off of like Perfect Strangers. Perfect Strangers was really big in the 80s. So, like, Family Matters, they had like Carl Winslow as the neighbor, and that kind of spun off. So, they had this like built oh, audience. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was the same universe. So, <laughs> I want to bring up a topic that, you know, pop culture as well. What do yeah. you guys think of uh, this like resurgence of Billy Ray Cyrus? And I'm really impressed actually with the staying power of Miley Cyrus. I mean, she looked like she was a little bit of a train wreck after, uh, yes. I forget her Disney show, what the hell it was named. Hannah, Hannah Montana. Montana. Hannah Montana, yeah. You know, and, and you know, she talks like this because she's like, she smokes like 25 oh, yeah, lights in a day. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I didn't realize that uh, I, I was going to be this big. And uh, she talks like Mike TV. But I think she actually, she gets it. I think yeah. she's got staying power. She's kind of like, she kind of reminds me Probably not up to the level, but like, you know, she's got the staying power of like a Madonna. Right, yeah. yeah. She can write music, she can sing music, and she changes the way she like looks. And uh, yeah, just like Madonna, I totally agree. And and who would have, yeah, who would have thought, okay, if you were in a coma 20 years ago, you just woke up today, Donald Trump is the president, Billy Ray Cyrus is getting a standing ovation at the BET Awards because he's in a rap video, and his daughter is, you know, Still slaying it. Right. Uh, she was an episode of Black Mirror. Billy Ray Cyrus wrote Achy Breaky Heart, probably one of the worst country songs ever written. Horrendous. Or the best. Or, or one of the only good country I, songs, I saw, if you think about it, because they're all so bad. You know what was more embarrassing about Achy Breaky Heart was the people like dancing to it. I remember like when that song came out, you'd have like weddings. You'd hear see, like, someone would put that on, and they'd be like, let's dance. Like, Come on. Yeah. But Bob, you're so right though. Like imagine waking up in a coma 
and seeing that happen. And Miley Cyrus does like have staying power. I never thought Lady Gaga would have staying power. I thought Me too. in 2009, I'd be like, yeah, we'll be laughing about her in like four years. And no, she's like killing like, it Nobody named ever. Gaga no. lasts. That's just so stupid. It's such a dumb name. We're not going to keep saying Lady Gaga. Now we're saying it at the Oscars, at the Super Bowl, at everything that you it's, cross. She's you in know everything now. It's different now too, though, because of social media. Like, yeah. you know, if, they, if they don't do a wonder. song or anything, they, you know, they, they just disappear back in the day. But well, now, like, Bieber hasn't had a song in four years, but he's, like, in the news every day. Because they're, like, he's like more Twitter followers than Trump. Yeah, like, Bieber. He challenges, uh, Tom, he challenges Tom Cruise to a fight. He would get his ass kicked, by the way. Tom Cruise has been in, like, 30 action movies. I mean, he knows how to. Does oh, his, he does his own stunts, you know. It's like, five foot six. It's like, five foot five. five, five, five so is Bieber. Oh, God. Don't have a reach. I think the Beebs might got him on the reach. On the reach, on the punch him in the dick. Yeah, can you imagine what's behind that punch? Nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Unless he trained. Be like, oh, somebody left a window open. (laughs) 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 Is that your lie, Bob? If somebody turned the heat on, you you just laugh. Yeah, when I'm when I'm in a big bar fight and I get punched in the face, like my nose is sideways. Oh, oh, a little slight breeze here. Somebody left a window open. Somebody would have to be really drunk to fight you. Man. You're a big dude. You could hurt somebody. They'd have to be beer muscles would have yeah, to be. Yeah, but sometimes like, people want to fight big guys because they get beer muscles and they're like, "Yo, I'm gonna take down this big guy." Well, you become a target. You become a target at the bars, and I've been a target before. But there's always somebody bigger and stronger than you in there. So I don't. Uh, I'm 30. I think I'm 30. Yeah, I'm 36. Uh, I don't dabble in that anymore. I, uh, yeah, just get a gun. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Just shoot him in the face. Yeah. Cattle hey, I can fight you. Oh, yeah? Can you fight this 38 aimed at your face? <laughs> sure. Go ahead. Um, but, yeah, but that's a good point about, like, Miley Cyrus. And you know who else has staying power that nobody ever predicted is the Kardashians. I mean, they still have the same – you can still make fun of them the same way. They don't have any talent. But, like, they've been around for almost, like, 20 years now, killing it. Where do they live in California? Calabasas. Okay, is that near a fault line? Uh, we're all kind of near a fault line, but they're closer to the um, main one. What I'm kind of hoping is, like, underneath their house, like a fault line, you guys get, like, a, another significant earthquake, and it opens up and just swallows. The earth just swallows the whole Kardashian. They are I would sacrifice no, myself. Besides the, the ones that are, uh, like, half Jenner, or, yeah. you know, their last name is Jenner. <laughs> They, I don't, I don't, I don't really know enough about them, but like I've watched the show before, and and the women That's that are like our age that watch it, I'm like, yo, it is me, it is seeping into your head that this is normal behavior, and it is fucking not. They are it's fucking not. rich assholes who can do whatever they want, and they don't deserve it. They don't, they don't even understand how they earned it. They just pose for some pictures, and now they can do whatever they want. And Ryan Seacrest is doing Scrooge McDuck in the pool of gold coins. They, they would almost be forgivable if they were, like, charitable. You know, if they're like, yeah. hey, they donated this much. But they don't, like, go out there and do charity. Yeah, like, the only thing that she's do doing now stills. is the... Uh, the wrongfully imprisoned Kardashian is fighting for something. Kim is fighting. But that's for only because her husband's a, bl- a rich black. I know. Dude it's like yeah, it was Trump. It's like she doesn't really care. You think you think right. you think Kanye wants Kim Kardashian to be alone with some of these black in prison guys for a couple minutes? Really, they're not going to try to rape her. Speaking of Kanye, really, go ahead. Get get all liberal with me. No, <laughs> speaking of Kanye, Pushies. he was 
he's on Letterman's Netflix show. I Letterman saw hates Trump. I can't believe yeah. Kanye's a guest. They have to get into that. Did you watch, Did you watch that perfect. interview? No. It's it's I think Letterman is one of the few guys that can handle that perfectly and and funny. Probably the only other guy that Good can point. do it that well is maybe like Jimmy Kimmel or somebody. Yeah, or like Conan would just like brush it off with laughs, you know? Yeah. I, I, I watched the Letterman, um, the Letterman Kanye interview, and it was really awkward. I mean, David Letterman was great, but Kanye, I can you know, imagine. He, he's just awkward. You know, he's like, he's such a weird David's like, so how you doing? He's like, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. What, how, how are you? I'm happy to be here. Like, he was just, it looked, it was uncomfortable to watch. It wasn't actually an enjoyable episode. <laughs> oh, he's a hell of a musician. He's, he's a, he's a hell of a musician. I, I like his music. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he's a, he's, he has mental issues. He definitely yeah. does. I mean, he's mentally deranged. It's like what Howard Stern said. Kanye West is a mentally challenged person that can just rap really good. Yeah. You know, like right. he's definitely has mental issues. He's when, really awkward to watch. When you are, first of all, they were in the Oval Office, which is considered. Remember when he met with Trump in the Oval Office? He's sitting across from the Resolute desk and he yeah. punched in his code to his cell phone and everybody could see it was zero, 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 zero. <laughs> and first of all, the Oval Office is considered a skiff. Yeah. A skiff is where it's a top secret area where you can't have any other outside electronics in there. You already have, you know, you got the secure phone oh. and all that stuff. Even the reporters, they get they get searched. They can't bring their cell phones in there. I, I don't believe they can. Interesting. Uh, they get like disconnects from the house and like flies yeah. away. He's got his cell phone. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Chinese yeah. are the Chinese are looking at that and like, okay, let's get the uh, let's get the internet address for that thing. And yeah, uh, right. So Clark, he doesn't. Letterman doesn't like get into him and why do you like Trump and why did you go there and and yeah, talk to bit. him like he's your dad. Yeah, he he does get into stuff, but but Kanye brushes a lot of it off with like his family. He's like, you know, uh, I'm just focusing on my family and it's a good day. And and then and he's talking about his family and Letterman asks things like, so when I was a kid, you know, I, or my kid now, I read to my kid before bed when he was a baby and. I sing to them. Do you sing to your kids? What do you sing? And there's this awkward like silence, and he goes, uh, "A freestyle." <laughs> and everyone's like, huh. it's, "It's just all like Jay Z was re- a really good, really interviewed it well." You know, uh, Kanye West, man, he's not fit for like public relations and interviews and stuff like that. He just needs to rap and like not do anything else. It sounds like Kanye wasn't just putting it. I haven't seen it, but it sounds like he wasn't putting anything down that Letterman could like chew on a little bit and work up a little bit. No, for the, just no, not at all. Letterman is one of the old, he's like the old Johnny Carson guard where yeah. he could actually, he was one of the few uh, night nightly talk show hosts that could actually interview a guy. The only other guy that can actually do an interview, I think these days is really Jimmy Kimmel. Can yeah. Sort of that funny interview and, and get like yeah. the best. Out of him. Yeah. That's a good point. Too. It doesn't feel and, like scripted or staged or you know yeah. punchlined up. Jim, Jimmy Fallon does a couple like funny cute bits, but he can't he can't interview for shit. It's all the funny oh. cute bits where like right. we're gonna play we're gonna play uh, Freebird on uh, a couple drums and tubs, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we're gonna throw like water into each other's faces. The, yeah. the thing with the Letterman interview too is uh, David Letterman, you know, would, would was like basically carrying the show. 
So Kanye would just give like one word answers and maybe oh. try to elaborate. But then Letterman's like, because I, I remember when I did this and I had to do this and the thing with my family. And he was like trying to be entertaining and keep the show alive. But you could tell he was kind of like. Oh, it was mostly so Letterman talking during. The, uh, yeah. See, Kanye. I feel like Kanye's so like immature and moody that like he just woke up that day and was like, I'm not going to do a good interview. Yeah. Right. I'm not yeah. going to talk to Dave. I'm sad today. It was like today. Hannah when she's not going to drink her apple juice. Yeah, you're like, come on, let's have fun. Yeah, Yeah. right. Temper tantrum. You know, like someone that that just can kind of, kind of like shift the entire mood of the room because they're just such a dick. Yeah, giant wet blanket. It's like, oh, great. Giant wet blanket. Everyone has to walk on eggshells now. Great. Here we go. We pissed off the sire. It was sire. Kim Kardashian was in the audience too, and they kept cutting to her. And she was like clapping and trying to support him, but he, you can tell even she was like, "When is this gonna be over?" Like it wasn't because she couldn't talk; she was in the audience, so it was like she just had to be supporting him. And she's like, mm. "She she can't talk. She really can't." Do you do, do you sing? Do you sing to your it. child? What do you sing? She got a freestyle. That's so dumb. really you do freestyle. Really, the kid mm. likes hearing rap music. You when rap. You go to bed. So you talk. You know, you know who can't talk is Cardi B. Have you ever heard her speak or try to speak? Isn't isn't she, that a bit? Isn't that like a gimmick? Isn't that like fake? Isn't that? Uh, I don't, can't tell with her. Or, I can't uh, tell. A rib. I don't know. Maybe because I saw her. US, man. I saw her on Between Two Ferns. So Seinfeld was on, and then all of a sudden, right. like Zach Galifianakis gets, you know, he's like, "Sorry, Jerry," like another, you know, and she. I thought that was a, an act. She she reminded me of like a wrestler like doing a, a I don't know. if it is an act, a character a, bad, a character like she's not proving her point you know like hey I'm illiterate you can't hear me it's it's just not a she was born in the U S she can't even speak English properly well neither her music sucks she's not like I don't even know one song like yeah I'm not a, I'm not much of a card I don't know any of her music I just know it sucks I didn't even know what she was I remember hearing like Cardi B is going to guest host for Jimmy Fallon one night. I'm like, who the fuck is Cardi B? And how is someone without a last name filling in on the Tonight Show? What, t- you start what times like are Johnny these? H. Your new name is like Johnny H. Johnny you know, H. Johnny H. That has a nice ring to it. Bobby but K. Yeah. Bobby K. <laughs> That's a cool one. <clears throat> uh, but that is funny, though. But yeah, I do. It is interesting. Uh, you mentioned Jeff music, though. How how much longer, barring you know any sad developments with Alex Trebek, how much longer would he do that show? Because that guy's like in his eighties. He I don't know if you guys heard like cancer. a month ago they said like it like his he he has like stage four pancreatic cancer. That's a death sentence. And I don't know if they said it's in remission, but I think they said they're making pretty good gains in terms of fighting it back. Yeah. Wow. He's, he's doing it. he's doing really well. And I, I like Alex Trebek. I think, Me uh, too. So do I. He's I very likable. Uh, I love when he pronounces you know, the, the foreign words so perfectly. You know, he's like, Leonardo da Vinci. And what, uh, this uh, thing of the Pia della Francesca, yeah. was the 15th century. And you're like, whoa. whoa. But don't you think like Jeopardy would die with him? Like, yeah, you, yeah. you would never want to see Jeopardy with someone else. It's not like Price is Right with... What's the guy's name? Drew Carey. 
Yeah, like no, because then they'd like have to like revamp the whole show, and I mean, I mean, they they shouldn't, but they will. You know, it'll be like Double Dare two thousand. It's like Jeopardy, the new era. Family Double Dare, the new Jeopardy. You get it wrong, you get slimed. (laughs) (laughs) You get it wrong, you die. Punched in the dick. But yeah, I don't. I could never see like Jeopardy. I could see Wheel of Fortune with someone else because nobody really cares about Pat Sajak. He's just there. Yeah. But I but I, I could never see Jeopardy without somebody else. Well, like a show like Wheel of Fortune with too. Like Vanna White's probably more of a staple in Wheel of Fortune than Pat Sajak is, and that's a kind of show where it just runs itself. Mark Summers right. could replace she, him, and no one would notice. Yes. Would love Wheel of Fortune could be an, could be automated. You know, yes. it could just be contestants. Absolutely. That's it. You don't need a host for that show. Like, hey, spin the wheel. Your uh, turn. No, but Can you I need have the charm. Age? The charm of the awkward, how does this guy still have this job host. Yeah, he's the, he's <laughs> the biggest fraud in show business. Yeah, like he's just been doing that game for 40 years. That's Did I it. say he has the a big wheel. head? A big first huge bomb. head. Huge head. He's like a character. Does he have a huge head? I never noticed that. Yeah. Check it out next time if you're uh, looking at it is massive. I always put that on, and mine goes Wheel of Fortune, then Jeopardy. What's what's yours? What's your lineup? Same, same, same thing. Lineup? It's weird, though. Like the, the All the nightly news, like CBS and NBC down here in Georgia, they all start at 6.30. ABC nightly news starts at 7. Hmm. Cocky. Yeah. Cocky. Cocky. Cocky Disney. Yeah. Cocky exactly. Disney. The damn mouse. Cocky. Right, we'll, damn wait. Mouse. we'll wait. We'll wait till 7. Yeah, fashionably late. Oh, I was made by Walt Disney. Woohoo! A Nazi. <laughs> what is money? <laughs> what is money? Speaking of Disney, are you guys going to be checking out The Lion King in, in theaters think next so. week? I think I'm I'm peaked. John John Favreau directed it, right? Dude, yeah. he is. He's doing a Scrooge McDuck himself. Yeah, he and uh, I saw him the other night on one of the late night shows. I think it was Jimmy. I think it yeah. was Jimmy. And my God, uh, that man has put on some weight. He's, I know, he's a man of fat. large stature. Yeah, yeah, he he's, was. Uh, he's been heavier. He was in Spider Man. He was a little jiggly. He's yeah. jiggly. That's a truffle he's, eating, he's eating a lot of Rubens at those Hollywood power lunches. A lot of cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's staying away from the salad bar for sure. The the thing about the Lion King though, John and I spoke about this in the last show. It has overwhelmingly like great reviews. Like every critic is like it's amazing, and uh, they brought back the people like James Earl Jones, and like I think this thing is going to be like a huge film. It's going to beat gonna... Aladdin and all that other bullshit. Like it's going to be good. I didn't even yeah. know James Earl Jones was still alive. That guy's got to be like close to in his mid eighties or something. Because he was old even in like Field of Dreams. Remember he was it's like the he was old. Yeah, and what? Yeah, well, Field of Dreams is before Sandlot. And Sandlot, oh, Sandlot. He's like yeah. hooked up to like machines and like, you know, oxygen. And they're like, all right, James, the line is Simba, don't go. <laughs> he's basically he's like, Vader with a respirator. <laughs> Simba, your time is called set stages too. Uh, time for my perks. He does Darth Vader in, uh, in Rogue One. Great flick. He does Vader. Tremendous ending. Maybe the best ever. Don't Top five Star Wars aspirations. <laughs> Commander. What, what is Bob, it? are you a Star Director. Wars guy? I've never, I've never picked your uh, your tum- your tummy on that one. No, I'm really not. I've seen I've seen the 
I'm not either. Uh, yeah, the original one was like a little before. I enjoy them, but I'm not like a super fan or anything. I'm with you, man. Like Jurassic Park, is, I respect them. They're great, fun movies. But yeah. I'm not. I, I've just seen the originals and like the, you know, Rogue One and, and Last Jedi and New Hope. But I'm not like really watching them all. Like Jurassic Park is kind of my Star Wars. I've seen all them like a billion times. I'm like, that's my, my yeah. thing. But I respect the movies. They're great. Yeah, no, they are. They are. They're they're way ahead of their time, and they still hold up now. You know, even all the you know what would you know it's so crazy. They could you know, George Lucas could have made that thing look corny as hell, and he actually did a really nice job. Uh, you know, right. Keeping right. that out. And this goes back but, to Jaws and and how you'll never the best movie ever made. You'll never be able to. You'll it's never be able to remake it or reboot it or or do a continuation yeah. because of how cheap it cheaply it was made. The charm of like how crappy it looked made the yeah, movie not better. Yeah, effects. Right. It's the same way Indiana God. Jones. Indiana Jones is a well done movie too, but Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Those explosions were real. You know, yep. those were stuntmen, not CGI. So right. like when they blew up that Nazi plane, that was like eleven cameras filming at just the right time when you know explosive pyrotechnic guys blew this up and they got it on film. It, they didn't just rely on like. You know, someone like me in LA on their computer, like, let me just throw an explosion on this After Effects. And the thing with Jaws is the characters, like, you know, Roy right, Scheider and Dreyfus, Robert Shaw. You can never duplicate that chemistry. It sounded like a weirdo, but you can never duplicate that again. And I actually saw something on YouTube. I went down a wormhole the other night with uh, Jaws, and I saw something hey. where I'm interested in your tapioca. Robert Shaw and Richard <laughs> Dreyfus actually, you know, that whole Hooper Quint dynamic. That was real offset too. Robert Shaw would totally really? with Richard Dreyfus the entire time. Like before, right before they do a scene, oh. right before they hit, you know, okay, action, he would say something to Dreyfus to piss him off or to fire him up or something. And really? Yeah. So because the Roy Scheider Dreyfus bit was real? Like that was real yes. tension? Yeah, because Robert, not Roy Schneider, Robert Shaw and uh, Dreyfus. Ro- Robert Shaw, you know, by that time. Robert Shaw did. You know, yeah, yeah. He was, you know, in the twilight of his career. Uh, he had already, you know, had all these accolades. He was in all these great movies, had won all these awards. And Richard Dreyfus was this up-and-coming guy who had never been on, like, you know, Broadway or any of that stuff. He never – Robert Shaw kind of saw him as a little punk little kid. You know? Oh, so, nice. So was, yeah, because Robert Shaw was a veteran. He was in, like, all these movies. Yeah, and there was actually – yeah, he was in, like, the Battle of Britain and a whole bunch of yeah, stuff. Yeah, Battle of Britain. That's the, the, so, yeah. the, uh, the blimp one. Yeah. And actually, there's a funny story that Richard Dreyfus tells. He says, you know, I was standing on the dock and they 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 like they're towing the orca back into the dock and letting uh, Roy Schneider and Quint off the boat. For whatever reason, Rob, uh, you know, Dreyfus wasn't in that scene. And Robert Shaw has a glass of bourbon in his hand. He drank during the entire movie. Yeah. He's most of the time. Yeah, he died like two or three years later after that thing was made. But anyway, he uh, he hands he says, uh, uh, Dreyfus, hold my bourbon for me. And Dreyfus holds his bourbon, and as Shaw's getting off the boat, Dreyfus throws the bourbon into the uh, ocean. No shit. And like everybody's just like, oh, oh my gosh, oh, oh man, that's crazy. They're like sound guys, oh, camera guys, all watching. Oh, oh my gosh, it's amazing he did that too because Spielberg, that was like one of his first movies. Yeah, he so, was twenty-seven when he made that. Yeah, today did he, so he freak was young out? too. Like it's not like it's not like today where Spielberg would be like, you need to stop that, or you're like Spielberg yeah. said to Tom Sizemore, 
you know, if you do any more drugs in this movie, we're reshooting all of your parts, even if it's the last day, like you're out of this movie. He had right, he had that, clout. He didn't have that then. No, yeah, he, he was he was with all these, you know, heavy hitters, especially Robert Shaw. I mean, Robert Shaw could do whatever he wanted. When he made that USS he Indianapolis speech, he did they, they did do two takes on that USS Indianapolis speech. Robert Shaw got so hammered during the first one, he fucked up the second part of it. So he Yeah. We talked about back. this on a couple of shows ago. The first, they kept in the first part of it where he's all glassy eyed and everything. And he's kind of, you know, he's mumbling a little bit. And then you can tell in the last part of the speech. Remember Clark? Because he actually apologized to Spielberg. We know all about you, Chief. You don't go in the water at all, do you? Some bad hat, Harry. Yeah, he apologized. And we just talked about that. He was like, you know, uh, give me one more shot. Let me do it. And he nailed the whole scene in like one take when he was like sober and did it again. Yeah, but they kept in the drunk part in the beginning. Yeah. It's like cut sure. into two different... Um, Mary Lou Moffat. Cuts. Takes. See this? She broke my heart. She broke my heart. <laughs> I did that at work uh, two weeks ago, and nobody got the reference. It was a bunch of, like, 20-year-olds. I was like, they were, talking to, they were talking about injuries. Like, I got a field hockey injury. I, go, I, I, got, I, got a, I got a big one right here in my chest. What happened? Oh, it was Judy so-and-so in high school. She broke my heart. And they were like, ah. And I was like, it's a fucking Jaws reference, motherfuckers. <laughs> motherfuckers, yeah, don't just laugh at the joke. Understand the reference. Yeah, understand that. I don't, they, the joke isn't funny in itself. It's in Jaws. Time by time, it was perfect. Um, but yeah, it, it's amazing to look at Jaws. And I still love that movie. Every time I watch it, uh, you feel like you're there in Martha's Vineyard with those, the town, the way the town mm-hmm. looked and, Chief walking and fun. Mm-hmm. get some and signs. Then you're all alone on the boat with them. Yeah, yeah it's just it's amazing. <laughs> and I love, like, my, favorite, my favorite scene is uh, you know, <laughs> tie me a sheep shank. It's been a long while since I had to, to demonstrate my basic seamanship. Hoopa, <laughs> <laughs> quit playing with yourself. He throws it right at Quint, and Quint doesn't even look at it. He grabs it and, like, throws it off. Show me your hands, Hooper. Show me you got your boy hands. You've been counting money your whole life. <laughs> I don't need this working-class hero bullshit. <laughs> I don't need this working-class hero bullshit. That scene Bob, is you know, the best. You know what you should the start clashing doing, clashing of worlds. If somebody says something you don't like, just go, oh, that's right. You'd like to get your name in the National Geographic, wouldn't you? <laughs> You'd like to get your name in the National Geographic. I'm talking about working for a living. I'm talking about sharking. Well, I'm not talking about hooking some poor dogfish or sand shark. I'm talking about finding a great white. Porkers? Talking about porkers? Mr. Hooper? Just tie me a sheep shank. I haven't had to pass basic seamanship in a long time. You didn't say how short you wanted it. How's that? Give me your hands. Dogfish? You got a $5,000 net. You got $2,000 worth of fishing. And along comes Mr. Whitey. By the time he's finished with that net, looks like a kiddie scissor class has cut it up for a paper doll. You got city hands, Mr. Hooper. Been counting money all your life. All right, all right. Hey, I don't need this. I don't need this working class hero crap. You, you're not going to do this aboard the ship, are you, Mr. Quinn? Somebody yells Barracuda. You say, what? Hmm? Somebody yells Shark. You got a panic on your hands on the 4th of July. Uh, but it's such a good film. You guys obviously have seen Jaws 2 and 3. 
Don't you like three better than two? Just because how ridiculous you it is. Barracuda. Oh yeah, the shark. Crisis, huh? What? You yell shark. We've got a panic on our hands on the Fourth of July. Towards the uh, glass you window yell. when he breaks through it at the end. <laughs> and it's it so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> and it pauses like they yeah, like these frames like out of cardboard. Moving. It's just like it's just like floating towards the window. And like the nose hits it and it just blows up. And right when it hits it, like they pause it because it was 3D, so they want to have the glass. So the shark is like frozen, but the glass is moving. It's yeah. just so bad. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, Dennis Quaid's in that. His, his finest role. Yeah, his girlfriend gets chewed up. I think. You know what's funny about Jaws three is they use SeaWorld in the movie. Like they actually have the rights to use SeaWorld, which today would never happen. But no. like SeaWorld is like, yeah, throw us out there. It's on Jaws. Oh, everybody it's, would protest yeah. it anyway, so it'd be blackballed. Right, yeah, which is ridiculous. Yeah, we can't have Shamu doing that. No, Blackfish. No. You just send those killer whales out to kill the shark. What the hell are you thinking? Just open up the gates and the killer whales out. Didn't one of the killer whales really... get killed by Jaws in Jaws 3? Yeah, it washed up on the beach, got chewed up. Which is because like, uh, come can... on. Yeah, no. Those killer whales are smart as hell. Yeah. Smart as hell the and... the apex predator of the ocean. They yeah. are indeed. You just blew my dick. You ever see them play with a seal when they eat a seal? They yeah. like flip it up with their tail, throw it like 40 yards in the air, and then they like breach out of the water and slap it. It's like a beach ball. Yeah, they just, play like, with throw it, it around. <laughs> yeah, they're tenderizing <laughs> before they actually uh, go to town on it. Or how underwater they slap with their tail fish, and it like stuns them. They can like yeah. whip their tail underwater so hard and hit fish like a school of fish. And like they're stun like five of them, and they're, they're just super back smart. And that's why the that's why the boat in Jaws was called the Orca, because the Orca is like the only known predator to a great white shark. Right. So it was like some symbolism there. Well, it didn't fare very well. No, yeah, they didn't do well. The Orca never put a life jacket back on, Chief. <laughs> the scene in Jaws too is cool though. In the opening, when they show the Orca underwater, and yeah, like, I like that. that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. The, the two divers are taking pictures of it, and then they get attacked and mauled. Yeah. All hell breaks loose. Yeah. I do like that Jaws 2. The beginning of that, the, the soundtrack of the beginning of Jaws 2 is yeah. awesome. I love it that. It is good. Showing yeah. the fish and everything. and it, It's perfect, the underwater. It, yeah. I do like Jaws 2 at the end when the shark is screaming when it's electrocuted. Like, it, yes. like It's like, ah, it's like anaconda. Snakes <laughs> It would have been awesome if the shark was like, or it was like, yikes. I liked how Jaws 2 was in the same universe. Like Chief Brody was still there. Voight, is it Jim Voight? John Voight. In Anaconda where the snake spits him out and he like, he's like on his knees after the snake spits him out and he winks and then like falls down dead. Like, come on. And I love John Voight. Like, I got right, out, he, but I'm he, dead. He winks, and I love John Voight's character because he's like this white Norwegian guy, but he has this accent that's not South American, but he lives in the Amazon. He's like, snake, kill, maybe Mateo, wait for big snake. He's like Native like American a, slash black guy. It was like, like a Miyagi, Yoda, yeah. like, splinter. I don't know what it was nationality. It was like, and then his name was like, Timon or something. It wasn't even like Spanish, but he's like and Malcolm. Maybe Mateo get snake and we eat snake. I'm like, well, I don't understand what you're supposed to be. 
Oh, he's a bad father to Angelina and Jolie. It's that's, like that's Steven Seagal. Horrific. It's like Steven Seagal. Yeah. Like, who are you, Asian or no? I mean, you're not Asian, but what are you, first what of all? What are you? Seagal. What are you? Yeah, I like... Yeah, he did. He did take care of himself. He thought he did, but like a lot of cheesesteaks. Yeah. Yeah. The thing with Anaconda is that's funny steaks. is Ice Cube's character when he's like, yeah, it was a good day. And you're like, ah, that's a reference. I get yeah. it. He's throwing his song in there. You're throwing your song out. Today was a good day. Right. Today was a good L.A. traffic and my cell phone. You know, he's like, all right. So, so Clark, did you uh, did you feel that? Uh, I'm sure you did. Did you feel that earthquake uh, that both of them uh, a couple weeks ago? Yeah, uh, I, I didn't feel the July Fourth one. I slept through it, but because it was like a ten in the morning, yeah. So I wasn't conscious, but the um, six six p.m. <laughs> when I woke up from my, my my daily nap at twelve thirty. Yeah, night. but wasn't it a six on the Richter sta- scale and you slept? It's like a six point one, and then the it was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, I slept through shot. that. The other one was bigger. It was like a seven point four. Yeah, the guy I was sleeping next to slept. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Were you guys, uh, the intern the next, lying next to me. The intern that was blowing me was awake. But no, um, you're gonna get this roll, I promise. <laughs> the second one on Friday night though was like 42 seconds long. It was a, it was 7.1, and the, the house then stopped shaking. Seconds. So uh, we, I just grabbed the cat. Jen grabbed the other cat, and we just like stayed in the doorway. Um, and waited it out, but yeah, it was scary, man. Earthquakes really scare me because there's no warning. It's not like a hurricane where you're like, oh, I can leave town in a couple days, or they just happen. You don't know how big it's going to be, or if things are going to start falling down on you. How long it's going to last? I can't imagine 40, 40 seconds of that's yeah. That's a it was long really long time to be shaking and rattling and rolling. Really scary, and everybody out here that I spoke with was like, we were just wondering when it was going to stop because usually they're like ten seconds, maybe five, or maybe like. It feels like a big truck just went by and things shook or a train and that's it. But this one just kept going. And no. they're the weirdest things, man, because the the place is rocking. It's like a ride. Everything is swaying. You're like, right. why is how is this possible? Yeah. It's just weird. Oh, like I listened to moving. I listened to Neil Tyson DeGrasse explain why DeGrasse. that we like move like this. Like it's how like it's we're almost like made of rubber. Or, you know, something like it's so strange because the earth is like vibrating. Yeah, the tectonics. Yes, the plates are shifting and dividing. <laughs> and line. Shaking. And so it's like it's <laughs> moving on such a massive scale that like yeah. your house is like this big. So it's just going like, it's just like shaking it a little. Nothing's really going to happen unless it's more. I just want an earthquake and ty- typhoon to walk in and go, the natural disasters. And I'm like, All right. <sighs> Money, Inc. You, uh, you want to start gearing this one towards W, pal? Yeah, we can slice. It's up to you, man. I'm here all night. I just know you got to yeah, travel tomorrow. Aren't you flying yeah, out tomorrow? Yeah, long day on the road tomorrow. Uh, we leave at 11, so not too early, but, you know, with a kid, everything's are like... You fly- are you flying out of Fort hours. Lauderdale? No, luckily out of West Palm Dick. <laughs> that's where we... Uh, West Penis Beach, sorry. Oh. West Palm Dick. Is West Palm Dick close? Yeah, it's like 20 minutes up the road. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are you flying out of West Palm? I believe so. I should probably double that's check. That's a great that. airport to fly out of. Easy. 
Yeah, is it? Oh my gosh, it's so small and never busy, and uh, it's yeah. it's beautiful. Nice. Jay. It'll be perfect. It's cold, Jay. That's like Burbank Airport here. You just walk in. They're like, "Do you have any guns?" You're like, "Nope." They're like, "Have a good flight." You're you're in the plane in like 15 minutes by the time you leave the car. It's oh. like it's incredible. Oh, it's Sir, you've left your box cutter here at the security line. Here. <laughs> oh, I need those for all those parcels. Yes, I'm going to be uh, opening some packages on the plane. Sir, your wiry vest, I think, <laughs> fell from your your yeah. clutches. Sir, you're, 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 these for parcels? Yes. Yes, they are. Have you guys seen the movie The Lady Killers? With uh, Tom with Hanks? That's the state. Yes, I did see it. Where my favorite part it. of that is when, well, basically the premise of the movie Thanks. is these guys are, you know, Tom Hanks is a scumbag, you know, right. mooning as a, uh, like a professorial, like learned man. And, you know, they're staying in this old lady's house as musicians, but they're really tunneling to a casino like 400 yards away to steal the money out of the vault. Right. Oh, right. State, I don't remember farm, that well. The state farm guy, I forget his name. He is, hold on, I have it in my phone here. I was looking him up. Uh, uh, his name is Mike J- Agnew. From 24. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Oh, yeah. And he has like irritable bowel syndrome. J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, he's yeah. in Spider Dick. Yep. Yeah. He in he's also in I Love You, Man, where he's like, oh, yeah, my uh, buddy from uh, <laughs> Dinkus. Yeah. Dinkus. Yeah. And uh, Hank, Hank Mandukas. Yeah, Hank, Hank Mardukas. Hank Mardukas. Hank Mardukas. <laughs> Classic. Well, anyway. And your, he's, uh, and your brother. He's like, he's telling Tom Hanks, like, yo, we got a big boulder that we hit uh, about 300 yards in, but uh, we're going to get some C4 here and just uh, blow it up. <laughs> And, oh, he's showing, and then he's giving like a tutorial on the C4. And he's like, oh, yeah, that was a good impression. Here you have your C4 and your detonator charges. And uh, these things apart, completely harmless. Why? You could set it on fire and hit it with a hammer. And as he says, hit it with a hammer, he actually hits it, the C4 with the hammer, and it blows up. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's, <laughs> that's such a double. good scene. That's it's, a good impression of him, man. I it's know. It's so good. They they don't show the explosion. They just when he as soon as he hits it with the hammer, they flash the outside of the house and like the whole like all the basement windows blow out. It's and so good. And then That's he comes running a... out with his thumb blown off. Uh, that was a good impression of J.K. Simmons. That's, that is a good play. <laughs> and he has irritable bowel syndrome. That's how he met his girlfriend or something. Yeah, I met uh, Mountain Lady uh, through the uh, IBS. <laughs> you. I ain't your motherfucking house, nigga. I'm the inside man. All right, look, are you going to have a bug up your ass for the rest of the time we work together? I'll, I'll get this first. No, 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 no. Me and this gentleman here have to get square. Let me tell you something, McSam. Sometimes <laughs> those scenes, like, make <laughs> that the, scenes like that in some movies are, like, the only thing you remember because you're like, that was just so funny. That's the only thing that I'm taking with me. Like, it was, it yeah. was like, insignificant, but, like, it was the best. Like, you ever see Waterworld with Kevin yes. Costner? Yeah. Do you remember the scene where he throws the dynamite down in the Valdez and there's that guy that's just like his job for like 50 years is just like stirring the oil. He's like blind and this old guy. Well, as soon as the like flare hits, he goes, oh, thank God, because he knows he's going to blow up any second. He hates his life. Like that's the only <laughs> thing I took from that movie was this old bearded man going, oh, thank God. You know, as he's about to die and blow up, you're like, that's great. You could have my eight bucks. Oh, yeah. My God. yeah, that's worth it right there. Like, is that movie Lady Killers? It's not really that great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's got its funny parts, but it's yeah. The, that one scene, you know, is yeah, yeah. It's pretty damn good. Yeah, it's no, it's no Brady Bunch the movie, but it's no, uh, no, it doesn't look that that level of uh, that caliber. It's not a. Uh, it's not Disney's The Rocketeer. 
but it's J.K. Oh Simmons. Wasn't he in that movie Extract, Bob? Is that where he calls everyone Dinkus? I don't know, Dinkus. He doesn't know anyone's yes. name, so he just calls yes. everyone Jason, Dinkus. With Jason, yeah, Jason Bateman. Jason yeah, Bateman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where the guy. He's good in everything. Yeah, he's he's such a good character, like in I everything. Know, just he's the way so, he comports uh, himself. I love that movie Extract because it's like where and you you John you turn me on to that where they have the assembly line like a bolt blows out and blows the guy's nuts off and he <laughs> sues the place and they're gonna go under because of the <laughs> extract and what what did they even make wasn't it like some like poison candy just, or something no it was just like extract it was, like it was just like food stuff like to flavor your food that's right it. Like, yeah it was like, like cherry. And, you know, he'd try to race home every day to have sex with his wife, and she's putting her sweatpants on. If he doesn't get home right. by, like, 4.30 and the sweatpants go on, he, like, comes in. She's, like, finishing tying her sweatpants. It's like, oh, yeah, that's good job. He's no. like, as soon as the sweatpants go on, there is no sex. So I have to get home before the sweatpants go on. And he gets and, home as soon as she's tying them. <laughs> and she's a coupon designer. She lays out the, the coupon designs. That's what that's what her yeah job. yeah yeah that's oh, like her, her she's like the graphic design person that like yeah. puts them together on the page what a great like fake you know what a great like uh, character job. job how do you yeah, come you up know? with that how do you come up with that kind of shit Who, I don't know who's behind that movie I need to look. was it Mike Judge I don't know I feel like it was Mike Judge what? Judge Beavis and Butthead is that that's that sounds Mike, about right Mike Judge right it's in, it's in the same humor as like Office Space <laughs> right yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's some of the same like J.K. Simmons is amazing in it he's yeah. so, so good while he's coming home he's trying to avoid his annoying neighbor too he's trying to get him to like go to this like uh, this like oh, b- right. thing like have you uh, handed in your $50 uh, paper yet and he's trying to like not rush yet mm. and this guy's like holding him up <laughs> And eventually gives him a heart attack. He yells at him. Oh, yeah. So good. I got to watch that again. That is a great movie. You better start getting some Wi-Fi on the plane tomorrow in order to watch some of these flicks. Mm. I'm going to be watching watching two hours of fucking Elmo's World. Oh, Sesame Street. That's a good deal to me. It's a great show. It's it's not. It's really. uh, It's tolerable. Yeah. Cookie Monster makes it tolerable. He's funny every time he comes on. Is it Elmo's World or is it is it Sesame Street? Elmo's World is like a segment within the episode of Sesame yeah, Street. Yeah, that's a good deal. So is a Monster Foodies, Cookie Monster and Gonger. They make food for some kid, usually nice. healthy, as healthy as they can get. get. Free ro- Carrots. Good pull, John. And it I think Cookie Judge. Monster is written for. Oh, nice. Uh, it is Mike Judge on extract. John uh, knows yeah, his shit. Definitely. Yeah. John co-wrote Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3. I mean, he knows his stuff. Oh, how dumb. <laughs> uh, Sam Raimi released, there was an article today on IGN about how his regrets of Spider-Man 4 and how he wish he like didn't leave the franchise to do it. And he was teasing all this stuff. Um, and he was talking about how, like, he was talking about, it was really weird. He was talking about, like, a child. He's like, sometimes you lose one. And I wish, like, it had it have lived. And it was like... That's yeah, kind of dark to say, but if you remember Spider-Man Three, it was like too over the top and ridiculous. And they had too many like, villains, too many. Stories. It would have been like what Batman became in the '90s. It would have just been too much in your face yeah. with like Schwarzenegger and Tommy Lee Jones. Like they had to reboot the whole thing and start over, and oh, leave it as be. And but he was talking about like it would have revolutionized stuff, and it's like you did kind of revolutionize. You started the whole Superman, this, uh, superhero thing, with Spider-Man that like kicked off the whole. 21st yeah. century genre. 
And but they were the you know, first ones to make it with like this brand amazing. new computer technology that we all just like overnight seem to have. You know, right. it was like they took advantage of special effects like first with the superhero thing and blew it out of the water. So he kind of left when he should have, if not like later than he probably should have, you know. But um, yeah. they were talking about how, uh, you know, they were ranking the Spider-Man films, the affinity fans had for them. And how a lot of people like Peter Parker as a, or a, what's his name? Tobey Maguire is him. But if you remember, those films got so <laughs> bloated. So terrible. They had to like, they really had to stop it when they did. They were just too much. He is such a shitty Peter Parker. After you watch this kid who's playing him now, it's it's yeah. unbelievable. He's Toby a little like was terrible. He's an overrated actor. There's a C minus version. And overall, he's an overrated actor. Like name another film besides Spider Man that you like with him. I I can't name any. Mm, uh, sea Biscuit. Yeah, that's all. All I want to know so is uh, that's enough. When is Bob going to watch The Patriot with Mel Gibson again? That's the only question I have left. Oh, I watched it the other day. Uh, it Did was you? Yeah, I, I oh, showed, nice. showed it to my kids. I showed uh, Ray Good. when he drives the uh, the American flag into the uh, heart of that horse and takes uh, oh, what's it? Uh, what, what's Tavington. 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 Off of this horse. Tavington. I'm glad you watched that, man. I watched that every July 4th. I remember watching that. Never uh, seen it. I remember watching that. There's a movie. Fucking blasphemous. There's a, yeah, that's blasphemous. There's, there's a movie. Gibson. There's a movie theater in Avalon. No interest in him. I watch it with my buddy, Matt, uh, when it came out. Yeah, I was there. It was you and I. Yeah. Yeah. It was you. I can't can't back that up. No, my buddy, really? Uh, really? You watched oh. it the- yeah, in the theaters? My buddy and I went and saw it right when we got the day we got down. It was July Fourth weekend. I was staying with him July Fourth weekend at Eighty Eighth Street. How oh. bad is it when like a group of forty-year-old women are together at a bar with matching shirts that say "Hanging Tough"? Oh gosh, That's pretty bad. How many of them are there? Five. Uh, we could take them. Those shirts will be. Who's wearing that joke? I don't know if we could take them, Bob. They are taking up a lot of space right now. What are you talking about? Just this picture that popped up on my feed. All the, this, the, these women who are like in their forties at like an outside bar here in South Florida, all wearing black tank tops that say "Hanging Tough" in pink, and they're standing there with their cups. I bet you they're completely sober and not la- and not at all loud and annoying. True. <clears throat> That's true. Yeah. And the drinks they have at their table are not Facts. white wine spritzers, and their Facebook profiles don't have a thousand albums with one picture on it, and the album is called Untitled. Nope, nope, not those people. Yeah. And they don't share articles with misspellings from Feedworthy or Buzzify that say things that you should teach your child about GMOs. No, not those kind of <laughs> Or women. sign their comments. Yeah. I, well... We're at all night drinking our dildo parade. Sign the comments. Hey, that's not really cool. You should do that again, Barb. Barb. Bob, do you know what I'm talking about, about the Facebook profile albums? Usually, usually, typically women between the ages of like 50 and 65 will post pictures to Facebook, but whenever they do, they just create a new album because they don't know how it works. So if yeah. you click on their pictures, there's like a thousand albums, and the albums are titled either Untitled or 
January 21st, 2014. And there's one photograph in there. <laughs> it's all disjointed and like you have to click through all this crap. Right. And yeah. To get this to, big. You're just trying to find a bikini <laughs> picture and you and you have to click through like eight kid pictures. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. Stalking through. But we're all jealous of Bob. Bob's on the scene right now. Bob's out about in town. With a lovely lass every night. Oh, indeed, it's uh. Just like speak for yourself. It's rather tiring. It's rather tiring. Chapped. And then you're like, Chapped you know, you're penis. kind of like dodging things. And I've learned. I don't know if I told you guys about icebergs. No, what's that? That's when the chick only posts a picture of her face on the dating oh. site. <laughs> and there's no icebergs. Shot. There's no body shots, so then you know there's an iceberg. <laughs> so you know to stay away from the iceberg. Iceberg, yeah, just the tip. And after one date, and you, you know, you, you gotta be, you know, you gotta be nice, but you can't be a total dick. But well, of like, course. Yeah, you know, this isn't gonna work Especially out. Especially these days. Well, pick up the tab tonight, and uh, you have a good life. So, so is icebergs typically like, hey, this is my best a good life facial under the picture, surface. but. But there's no body pictures because it's usually a substantial um, glacier. There's a lot underneath <laughs> all of that head. Oh. And they do like a thing too. Like they'll do the thing too. They'll smile. smile do this so you can kind of see like the neck thing here. So it looks oh, like they make it look like they're anorexic. But they're not. They're not. <laughs> they're not anorexic. Have you, have you encountered an iceberg? A beast? Uh, I have. Beast bag, a wall ride. Did, did you steer yeah, the shit though out of the, the female course? Are, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some uh, phone calls and some emails about that. No way, you're Bob, you're the king. No. Did you change course? <laughs> this happens to both sexes. But it's True. also I think it's just funny because it's called iceberg. I think that's like the genius. That's the name. best part of this. Iceberg. Right. Well, yeah, the guys I'm sure do it too. Like, yo, know, I could put up my I could put up my senior year high school photo where I had a full head of hair and I was uh, about fifty pounds lighter. Uh, but you know, I don't exactly. do that. Iceberging. That's the best the phrase I've ever heard. Iceberging. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was awkward. So mad but, I didn't uh, think that's, so. that's why I try to keep certain dates. If like, I'm kind of suspect of some of that stuff or the girls that like, they like, they do something with their eyes on the picture where they make their eyes oh, look yeah, bigger. It's a, it's a Snapchat filter where you can you literally make yeah. yourself yes. almost look like an anime. Yeah, a Japanese anime. Like in the yeah, middle I don't like there, it. Where your eyes Japanese are like, I'm almost a cartoon character. Skip those too. Fuck me. Yeah, you, yeah skip those because you'll show up and it'll be tentacle porn coming out. You'll see like a, a fin open up the door and like a tentacle grab for your drink. And you don't want whatever's going on down there. Whoa. But I feel like with a man of your intelligence, with the resources you have and your ability to find information, you can probably weed out those, those icebergers pretty well. Well, yeah, you, you kind of, you just got to kind of learn it going through the dating scene. It's like anything; anybody will pick it up. If you have any in question, Bob, you should send them to Clark and I and see if we can okay. determine, like, yes or no. Okay. You yeah. I mean? As or as photoshoppers. Yeah, we exactly. We can create our own, like, you know, fake uh, alter egos. Like, I'll be like a captain on a ship that's called like, you know, Captain Mighty or something, and I'll have like a fleet off of Florida. And that way we can like deter them from going on a date with you to meet some fictional guy, and we'll just arrange some like Craig, Craigslist pervert to meet him. Like it'll it'll solve both problems. It's good, you know. It's good. Yeah. 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 No, that, that, that escalated good. quickly. Icebergers. That really got out of hand. I, the worst really went off the rails <laughs> is when you 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 you're going like a date, and you go back and you're like, yeah, you're fooling around with a girl or whatever, and then you're like, it's getting kind of serious, and then you realize it's a dude, and then you have like. 
this moral conflict like do I stop do I continue like, what do I do no I'm just kidding I'm just stop do I, do I stop do I suck her dick <laughs> yeah like what do I do it's disgusting <laughs> let her fuck me <laughs> I had one. I had one, and yeah. I, oh yeah. no! Really? Had, no, no, not like that. Not like that. No, 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 no. I was no, gonna no, say, no, has no. that ever really happened to either of you? Because we grew no, no, up in no. pretty boring towns. No, I had one who she like looked great with her clothes on, <laughs> and then she took her clothes off, and it was a disaster. Oh, that's happened. Yeah. No, definitely. But good thing I was pretty drunk, so yeah, I you don't care. Yeah. yeah, any portal was, doing a storm. Yeah. Hey, it's a wet hole. Let's just let's get this over with, and uh, let's yeah. write home to families, and you know we'll be a okay. hole's a hole. And every I mean, parasite yeah. needs a host. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're when you're low on gas, any nozzle will do the job. Like it's just <sighs> whatever it takes. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty awkward, and I think she saw my face when she when she disrobed. Uh, but I'm like, all right, we're here. We got to do this. Let's go. Oh man! Now, when she disrobed, was it like? piece by piece did you guys like start like hooking up first or was it just like yeah. she dropped a robe off start hooking up and I okay just so got... you eased into it naturally uh sort of and then i'm just like hey let's uh let's do this and so we both just got what are we doing here <laughs> and then you realize you just like... standing standing in the room looking at each other or on the couch uh in the bedroom in the boudoir and then what you thought was a kitten turns out to be a lion <laughs> well she was i'll tell you though she was pretty good she was pretty good. Uh, the physical, uh, the physical shortcomings aside, she was she was pretty good. Once your once your horizontal oh, doesn't matter, size yeah. kind of like disappears. Exactly. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Gender and size disappear when your horizontal. I mean, size disappears. <laughs> Twins. Gender and size disappears. That's disgusting. That is funny. Just I do. I do. You can just pull the scrotum up a little bit. You can get a good angle. <laughs> the title of tonight's show is called Iceberg. <laughs> and it's the word of 2019 and 2020 and 2021. Iceberging. That's the greatest thing in the yeah, world. You could use that on in many different occasions, not just like, Iceberg. you know, like maybe if somebody's like withholding information. Yo, you're ice. You icebergging me. You you know, is there more to what you're presenting here? You iceberg. You're right. You could use it as like yeah. alliteration. Yeah. Well, so now, as now if I'm suspect, metaphors. I make sure that I take them off the dating app. I take them off the dating app, and I talk to them for a few days. And like, if they're going out, like, nah, I'm going out with my girlfriend tonight. I'm like, oh, send me a picture. Show me yourself. You know. And then I can. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, hey, uh, my grandmother just died. I got to go back up to Pennsylvania <laughs> for two weeks, and uh, I'm not gonna be able to talk to you ever again. See ya. Bye. What about when you move back? No, it, it so, doesn't work like that. Yeah, I'm How moving to Pennsylvania, by the way. So this, this just is not going to work it's out. It's not going to work. It's not going to happen. How does the app work? If you don't like someone, can you like block them for finding you again kind of thing? Well, you just X them out and they can't. Once you X them out, if they like like you, uh, and it goes, but obviously it goes both ways. But if you like, if somebody likes you, you can, there's a heart or an X. This is on hinge and you can hit the X and they, they can't, they can't. To, uh, message you then. They're, but if they're aware asks, that you're not interested. Oh yeah. Talk to the oh, hand. You should, you should see some of the uh, girlfriend. Jewel, you should see some of the Georgia goodness that I've been uh, getting on this uh, app. And I'll tell you the uh, I didn't realize this, but the uh, the black women uh, like uh, like Bob Coons. What? Oh yeah, man. You're a lot of you're a lot of white. You're a blue-eyed uh, white guy. I mean, you're as, yeah, you're as white because, as they come. I think it's because I have a big ass. I don't know. They do sure. enjoy. They do enjoy the caboose. I think it goes both ways. Goes both ways. 
they do enjoy the uh, the tail wing detection. They like the larger and, pole. And you know, you're completely opposite what they're used to. Yeah, maybe they want to try something different. And yeah. I'm going to tell you, it's probably not going to be that good. So, <laughs> when you when you're on the app, do you? Um... What is it like? If, if somebody sees you, they can like you, and if you reciprocate the message? Yes. Like, or can you, you just have free willy? You have to reciprocate to be able to message. So, if like, and I've like, and I'll do it. Like, I'll like a whole bunch of girls, and I'll probably only get like, if I like like 10, I'll probably only get like two or three responses back. So, you know, like statistically, oh, that probably makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah that's about Good right. I, I talked to my other buddy who's on uh, it too, and it's the same thing with him. So, I, I'm not like an ogre or anything. At least no, I'm. yeah, that sounds statistically right for like well, anybody. These women too, I'm sure it's different. Three hundred batting women. average, not bad. Pounded on this thing by a bunch of you know schlubs and rejects and Dude, like just like yeah. Katie did it for a little while. I forget. Maybe for our show. Maybe for the Rogue show. Maybe John and Agnew. I can't remember. She was on a dating thing, and she was like i would get like 50 a day and try to like get through all of them she's like eventually it would be like into the hundreds after like a couple of days and she's like i couldn't get to all of them because yeah, it's just katie, like every katie's dude pretty well endowed correct katie does have a generous bosom excellent that's good the uh the man is uh <laughs> prominent yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was so years ago that, before she had that kids. plays well. That plays well to a certain crowd <laughs> in uh, dating websites. Oh so. yeah, especially if you're like drinking. Oh yeah, no, I've gotten myself into trouble where I've been a little buzzed and I've just been clicking on stuff. And I wake up in the morning and uh, you have a kid. I, at, I look at the chicks who have clicked back and I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, the guy was yeah. really hammered. I've, I've got Keep myself going. I was really hammered. Pull, pull the rip cords, Goose. Pull the cords. Watch the canopy. Watch the canopy. You, uh, canopy, you canopy. Want to put? You want to put tonight the W column for the yeah. season? It's been a I solid got, I got to wrap it up, boys. I would love to keep going. Tweet us at the underscore Dance. podcastle. Bob, thank you so much for coming on the show. Welcome anytime. Yeah, brother. It was great. Yeah, this was a, a, a lovely evening. And from the gentleman in charge of the Hunley Administration Restoration Project, Mr. Bob, down in Georgia to the man in charge of the Florida Marlins uh, marketing campaign for 2019-2020, Jonathan Ashinger. 